I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. You're listening to BTW, and we're going to drop some PvP knowledge on all you suckers. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the BTW Beginner to Winner PvP podcast. My name is Chris, aka Astrozyme B954. And my name is Jacob, aka Dino El Magico. Okay, Dad17. And uh, today is September 6th, Monday night. We are recording um, new. New recording day. It's going to fit uh, everybody's schedules a little easier, especially with some some new additions coming to the show um, later this month. So, you know, is that still uh, a surprise or, or are we... eh, we'll, we'll leave it as a surprise. They, they've got a lot of surprises coming up in the next couple of weeks. So we'll kind of just I do too, because I didn't know that <laughs> <laughs> you never do, even though we tell I'm clueless. You. <laughs> I'm clueless in one ear, out the other. Basically. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, so the, lots of fun stuff. So we got a pretty, pretty good show today. Um, we got some Sylph news finally. Well, I guess you would call it news. Uh, we got a, a response from this um, magical task force from Niantic. Uh, we've got new Pokemon coming. One of them, which I think is pretty cool. I like I like it. Uh, we're going to go over our week of uh, GBL with Remix, uh, Great League Remix, Great League, and then also kind of talk about a little bit about Ultra and Ultra Remix that's coming up. And we have, in addition to your questions, a new Dino's Tip of the Week. So um, so before we get the show started, uh, how was everybody's week? Uh, are we enjoying having the 80 meters back? Um, I mean, I actually, yeah, I actually did go out since it was a long weekend for once um just happened to go out uh to get some just grind a little bit but it was it, you can tell the difference because I, right i actually did try to like pass by certain like parks or uh you know when you're driving you're in the stoplight you, you maybe have like a stop next to you and you spin it you know but when they brought back you know that limit uh radius of it it just you couldn't do that and i don't know it just kind of bugged me a little bit but now it's like freely do it so I, I thought it was really nice, and I mean, I do notice a big difference of how it was before and now. Yeah, yeah I, I definitely noticed that too. 
Uh, I will actually say I, I was noticing I was willing to get my phone out more often. <laughs> Even <was> too. <laughs> though I played less this week because college football is back. Kentucky football oh, is doing well. <laughs> I don't want to talk about Saturday. <laughs> uh, so I, this is actually a very common thing for me in the fall. Two rushing My, yards. Two rushing yards, an entire game, and three points. God, Clemson, what do you do to me? My my, my weekend play schedules is solely revolved around Kentucky's football schedule. So if we're playing a noon kickoff, my normal you know two to three hour grind session I'll do on Saturday, it ain't happening. I'm staying in. I'm watching the game. I agree. Uh, That's the only thing I stay home for. Yeah, and Kentucky <laughs> so the- actually threw for over 350 passing yards for the first time since 2010. That that sounds great. I don't know if that's Dino good. has no idea what we're <laughs> no, talking about right now. <laughs> if you guys talk about soccer, then yes. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So well, I mean, yeah, so lots of things. I thought it was fun. I thought it was a good weekend. I I enjoyed the Hoopa event kickoff that was yesterday. Thought the spawns were good. Some random ones, like uh I caught a wild uh scraggy. And I don't remember that being part of the list. I only caught one and it ended right. up being like a 90. Well, it was a 97% before uh wildcat burst my bubble and destroyed my entire life last night. So um, let's and- save that for the GBL <laughs> section. Cause that's a really important conversation we need to have. Yeah. And then it ended up being, um, a 93%, but still it's, it was better than the like the good, 60% I that I was running before. Right. It's a um, huge improvement. Yeah. I, I wish I would have played more, but I got once again, overly involved in watching football <laughs> and just forgot to keep throwing incense. So I just let it go. Actually, I was going to ask you a uh, wildcat that. So after like, let's just say the game, you know, it's for at 12, right? Do you, I don't know if I just missed it, but do you play after as like as well or just not like typically not. So Saturday nights, my wife works, so she gets up about three o'clock, which is right when the game ends. I spend that time with her. And then by the time she's out the door, it's almost time for the little one to go to bed. So if Uh, I don't get out before three, my play day is done, which is fine. I I don't mind that at all. It's actually it's nice. It was nice to have a Saturday where I did not leave the house. for I did not move off the couch all Saturday for all intents and purposes. That sounds amazing. <laughs> oh yeah. I didn't, I didn't go outside. I didn't leave the house all weekend. So <laughs> I stayed home and it was, it was good. I was able to complete the, the Hoopa thing. I did mine. Um, and then my wife saw what it was and she's like, Oh, that thing is really cute. Can you do my, can you get mine? So I was like, had two phones, like catching like everything. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it was pretty, it was, it was, quick like it wasn't i was glad it wasn't like the entire 16 pages to get to it it was nice that they did it in the first four and then they're just kind of time gating the the rest of it which is fun i like that do you think hoopa unbound is at the end of this by page 16 we get the unbound form as well god i hope so (laughs) (laughs) because that thing is so it's so cool looking and it's like its stats are are pretty intense. Like it's it's a pretty strong Pokemon, um, especially compared to the Bound form, which we got. Which is funny. I was telling I was telling Wildcat before we started. I came up against one in GBL, and I rolled out my my scra- Scrafty and hit it with a foul play, and 
completely just wiped it out with one shot. <laughs> so yeah, that thing's got nothing on it. So it was, it was, that it's just a poor little cute item. psychic ghost. That poor thing. It was, it was bad. <laughs> it was bad. I felt so bad for it. So, but, um, so we, you know, besides all that, we had a lot of, um, interesting things kind of that uh btw was a part of uh we had our very first uh trainers doing good uh live stream uh we partnered up with um pokemon go radio lured up and go cast to do uh, a tournament for it was originally for a charity uh for another trainer but she ended up actually raising enough money from just us talking about it uh, that we didn't, she didn't need the uh, stream anymore. So we did it uh, for another charity that really kind of works with gamers and kind of eliminating the stigma of mental health. And we, you know, we did all that and we got with uh, Team Rocket Academy and we streamed it on Saturday. And I have to say, and I'm not being biased because it will be up, I believe, on Lured Up's uh, YouTube page either this sometime this week i think um but one of the the battles was between dino and fish on a heater and it was literally the only battle that jolt uh jolt was one of the the podcast um shoutcasters literally threw his hands up and got up out of his seat during one of the matches because it was that intense. That cracked me up when they, <laughs> I was like, Oh my God, I actually, I even like threw myself like, Oh my God. As if like, I didn't even play the match. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was good. People were just like, wow. In the chat, it was, it was awesome. Um, so that was, uh, you know, that was cool to see that all come together. Uh, a lot of people, you know, we raised a, a good amount of money that night and it's still going on. Um, the merch, all the merch proceeds um, are going to the Take This uh, charity. And that's, uh, we'll put a link in the show notes of this trainersdoinggood.com. And then you can get, you know, the merch from there. And uh, so we had, we had a winner obviously if it's a tournament there's a winner uh so part of one of the the people in it was ally lucky and she actually ended up sweeping the entire tournament and i watched her videos and wow like yeah i can tell you i I, dino knows because he he played her and i I got wrecked oh (laughs) but the, the point is like I, I've played so many streamers before and I'll tell you right now, like I don't think I've faced um one with that uh the way she plays. It's just like amazing. Like I I, I was actually taken off guard. I yeah. uh I maybe I underestimated her and that was my fault. Uh, and she just completely like she played like every every play like on the dot. Like it was just like, crazy like how good uh she played everything out. So yeah, uh, I don't think I, you underestimated her. So she lost one battle. It was to the inti- uh, camo, and it was right? to Camo in the in the last, and she beat him two one. That was the only loss she had. Mm-hmm. That one loss was the only thing she had throughout the entire tournament. And she played you. She played, I think, Speedius and yeah. Caleb. I think. Uh, yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, but it um, seems like it was right. So it wasn't. It wasn't like she had like. 
a short, you know, like she was playing the scrubs and, and went all the way. She was playing like legit people. Yeah. And so Dino played uh the round before you played Zionic, right? I believe it was actually at the end. It was the last round. Okay, the uh, last round. And yeah, he ended Zionic. up uh that one didn't make the cut because somebody forgot to record their first fit match. Um <laughs> <laughs> but he ended up he ended up beating Zionic two one. And, you know, that just goes to show, like, how good she actually was. Because, like, if yeah. you watch the battles um, with with her and Dino, and then you watch with her and Camo, and if you don't know um, Camo, he is, I would put him, like, right up there with Dino. Like, he streams a lot, right, too? He does. He does occasionally. Um, but he's he's legit. Like he is, he is legit. He could be signed if he want, you know, if someone actually watched him play. Uh, and man, I was just, I was blown away just by the, by her, her play. And <laughs> I, it's just watching all of her videos, getting everything ready for that stream Saturday. It was just like, wow, I suck. It's almost like she's playing in slow motion while you're playing on a 4X speed up. It, I, it I was really is. That. That's, that's how it, feels watching her videos is everything is just on exact second timed perfectly while you're just sitting there going what happened that that's really it's the just, best i could describe it it's just another level which is like on like some people i feel like maybe she's like one of those like just pure talent like just knows what to do and there's very few uh players that are not even streamers that i know that are like that and some of them that just started but it's just crazy. She she was really good. Maybe me like even like want to start following her on the uh, social media just to like see how she plays because people. That's how I ended up like learning myself to get the way like I am right now. It's just learning from others and you know mastering it. Yeah, I my first match my you know, my first round in that tournament was against Caleb Peng and I got swept. I got real close in one one match. Real Did, close. Was it just me? I don't recall this, but I think you were like telling me, like, of course, like I would get Caleb, uh, yeah, Caleb on the of first course, round. <laughs> the first round. And I just remember, like, I'm playing, I'm sitting down, and I'm like trying not to stress that I'm playing, you know, this person. And the match starts, and it was like he beat me before, like, I even remember realized what was going on. Like yeah, I was I like, you telling me that. what the fuck just happened? <laughs> like it felt like my game was in fat in in fast forward, right? Like just with the switches he was doing, and it was just I was just like I I this was surprised like, I yeah. got as close as I did on that second match, and then the third one, uh, I think he beat me and didn't even show his third Pokemon. So <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say because like a lot of these people, like uh, when you see them stream a lot you can notice like how much ahead they think uh they don't play they don't they don't do play by play they they play ahead and start kind of like chess if you want to see it like that so it's just like that's how they are and some people are like like going well, no, one or two steps ahead of you but some of the people are just like 10 steps and you're just like already gone like it's already game over yeah it always blows my mind when i'm watching some of these streamers and they without fail almost 100% of the time can call the exact Pokemon in the back just by seeing the lead. Yeah. I'm and not, I'm sitting there I'm going, not I that. do that all the time. I'm like, I think this is going to be back there. And I'm yeah. most of the time wrong. And I'm sitting there going, well, I just played this completely wrong based on what I was expecting. And they're so on it every time. And I think part yeah. of that is 
when you're in that elo where they're playing at the meta has shrunk so much yeah and you're, you're playing against a lot of the same teams but still to remember every time you see a skarmory for example if there's a Skarmory there, you know there's going to be most likely either an Azu or a Swamper paired with it. And to yeah. have that in the back of your head and be planning for that actual matchup is something the top-level players always do. And, and Ally Lucky, Caleb Pong, Speedish Chief, they, they all do that on the fly without thinking about it even. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. So I'll put the um, the link to the website, to the Trainers Doing Good website, uh it's something that uh, I'm going to be working with Ken, and I believe Fish is also going to be helping out. Um, it, it's something we're gonna we're not going to do it every month. It'll probably be like maybe once a quarter or twice a quarter. Uh, but it is something that BTW is going to be very closely involved with. So you know, we'll see. We'll hopefully get to see a lot more of Dino's butt clenching matches that. <laughs> just take people off their seats. I believe actually at one point in the stream, PVP Steve did say that you became his favorite PVP -er. after that match. Yeah, he did say that. Yeah. He <laughs> I was said like, that wait, you, was he talking about me? <laughs> yeah. He, uh, so you have officially become PVP Steve's favorite, uh, PVP -er, So <laughs> I'm honored. <laughs> there you go. So, um, all right. Well, so that was kind of the week and uh, let's see. All right. So let's go ahead. Uh, we're going to go real quick, just kind of go over what the, I guess, news uh, from self that was there. And uh, we could talk about how bad I did my first two rounds in the Avengers tournament, <laughs> the giant hole in my team. So let's go ahead and move over to the self news. All right, so Sylph will officially be back next month, which is really surprising because I thought last year they came back around this time. Like, so, you know, but good for them. You know, they're giving us a break. And I think that's it's smart because I think by the end of last season or the season before last and then going right into like only having like a month off was i think it burnt some people out and i think you know them giving us a little longer is is better so october 2021 we will be back and the arena put out a tweet with a meta teaser and if I had to go by this picture, I'm going to say Ghost and Dragon. I'm going to say it's the Fog Cup. The Fog Cup? The Fog <laughs> Cup. And you're going to get Ghost, Dark, Fighting, Triangle Core, and you'll see Scrafty Band. You shut your mouth. <laughs> I If you look don't, at the, if, if that ends up being team. the core, you have to ban Scrafty because it would just oh, yeah. destroy the everything. entire meta. I was going to say, like, I saw, like, you know, smoke. I don't know why I thought, like, poison, but that's just me. <laughs> poison could fly in there. You, you, yeah. You're going to have to have more than just three types. Yeah. yeah. I, I think like, your, your core three will be, for the triangle they always try to have, will be ghost dark fighting. And then I think mm. poison may be in there. 
dragon maybe i don't know about dragon I, that one I, seems a little when more i see the smoke like that i think dragons like breathing fire and the, uh, the little bit of blue in the smoke maybe leaning that way actually yeah i mean if you're going like by the colors i'm s- probably gonna go with like ghost poison dragon i think those are like the three colors i see in there the purple the light purple the dark purple and then kind of the bluish color in that bottom corner so was with their like cups that were like most recent this year um were they kind of like a little bit different than you know most where they're just like just oh just these three types and a few bands they were more like creative of it so i'm thinking the same way may be applied here because like we mentioned right before we started recording that they did this three like a halloween type of theme cup uh two three years in a row now so they have to be like more creative than just like a few types. God, I hope they don't keep doing the venture cup style tournaments. Cause those are just, they're so hard to plan. <laughs> they hurt my head. It is, but I just feel like they're going to keep that trend. I, I mean, they could go back to the classics, but I don't know how they would do that. Like to be something new. Yeah. And I don't I think, know. I think with Pokemon go, you know, Niantic actually doing their own Halloween cup as well. It makes it, it, it does wretched up the pressure on Sylph to, innovate oh for sure for sure yeah so uh i guess once we get more information on it besides just the the picture uh you know we'll talk about it a little bit more uh we did start our uh avengers assemble tournament over in the btw discord and i had my first battle well, I had my first two. We were in round, just finishing up round two. Uh, and in, my first battle was against Reyes. And as soon as I saw the matchup, I looked at his team and went, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing for Pelipper and I have nothing for Wigglytuff. Well, don't go tell everyone exactly what your weakness is. Now you're just going to keep getting ripped apart by them. I mean, anyone can look at my team and be like, yeah, I'm just going to run these two and then put whatever I need to in the, in the lead. They won't, they won't, he won't even see my third. So it doesn't matter. (laughs) (laughs) If I, if I get matched up against Dino, I'm just going to give them the three L like, I'm not even going to bother with it. (laughs) What, what I do love is that if, if we actually ended up having 23 people join. So almost as much as the draft tournament. And I've talked to a few through DMs and things. There's quite a few that this is their first ever Sylph style tournament, you know, custom meta tournament. And there's some that have got out of PVP that's coming back to people. So this is exactly what, you know, we do here at BTW is we want to bring not just the Dinos of the world into these tournaments. We want folks that are just dipping their toe into PVP because whether you win or lose, you're going to learn something every single time you battle. Yeah, so like that's that's the the purpose of this. We want them to be from you know basically beginners to winners, you know. So exactly, exactly. what we want. Exactly, and I'm I'm looking at this this list here. So we got what 22, 23, 23, 23 people. Uh, Twelve of these teams all have Wigglytuff in it. So there's a there's there's a very good chance that I'm going to lose this entire thing. And You'll those that don't have a really good Wiggly Tough counter. Yeah. Minus yeah. Astros. I don't know. <laughs> like, I, I, when I built my team, I was like, oh, like, I should be good. And then as I'm, like, playing and I'm like, oh, shit, I really, like, I lose my mirror matchup 
because my Pelipper sucks. <laughs> so if I get a mirror matchup, like I'm done. I was gonna there. say, like, I feel like this is the f- maybe if not the first, maybe the second uh maybe lineup that you've actually never ran in, like threw me first because I guess I was actually participating in it. So yeah, I can't I can't run it. <laughs> so, I <laughs> so I was just like oh, I still I, I still wildcats crustal though. <laughs> I saw that. I was actually you know funny thing about that, I was doing that. I was actually going between that and uh whatever bug I had. Um Oh, Beedrill. Um, and then I'm like, okay, I can't do this because there's going to be a lot of fighters and stuff like that. And then I learned my lesson. I don't know if you guys remember this. I actually had uh, Crustle for one of the other tournaments that uh, we did. Uh, I don't remember what it was. And it just got wrecked. So yeah. I was just like, I'm not going to. Bra- oh, no, it was for the. It actually was for the draft. Oh um, yeah, and I I learned my lesson. I'm like, nope, I'm not gonna bring it to there. You you gotta know how to use crustal. It's very matchup dependent. Don't let water get anywhere near it. Don't 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 <laughs> no water. But in a, in a meta that is guaranteed to have flyers, crustal actually plays really well. Especially Pelipper being one of the dominant flyers, it does lose in the no shield, obviously. But in the two shield situation, it can fire out those smackdowns so quickly. Because mm-hmm. Pelipper's so squishy, it actually ends up beating in the two the two shield, and I think maybe even the one shield, or it really doesn't. close in the one shield. It doesn't in the wild. Okay, it doesn't in the one shield. <laughs> it doesn't. I know. Okay, it doesn't. But I know for certain it does in the two. <laughs> it gets, it's going it, to use both your shields, but it does win in the yeah, two shield. It gets to that second weather ball before you can get it down. I mean, it's close, but I think it, the Pelipper still comes out with like ten or fifteen HP. So. It's no, it's it, tough. It's it's a fun term. How, how have you found it, Dino? I know you've played both your matches as well. I think you're undefeated, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, I'm two and zero right now. Um, I actually played a uh, blind flip. He he played. Uh, he, I don't know if you guys remember, but he. I think this is his first season, or you know, season eight was his first time as a legend. Uh, so he yeah. he played. He's gone. I actually played him in two tournaments. Now I played him in the draft, the first round. And then this tournament, I played him the second round, and uh, he he tells me that he's gonna get me next time around. So I, I really do want. I, I told him um, I really do hope that he does beat me. I, that's what I want people to get better. Uh, but he he did have like moments where he made really great plays and stuff like that. Uh, I think I played someone fairly new to the server in the first round. I think it was like Chip something. I think he's from. Uh, Australia as well. You, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, you played Chipsy. He's from Australia. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, he told me mate, so I assume he was from Australia. <laughs> so, um, yeah, he he definitely uh, he t- he definitely was a good player too. I'm not sure if he's new or not. Um, in terms of uh, you know being new to PvP, at least judging uh, by the fact that he's a challenger and he's like pretty close to ace, got pretty close to ace this past season. I I, I think he's got sometime <laughs> okay all right so he's not he's not new to pvp yeah. um okay yeah but yeah both of them were good um i did i did unfortunately like sort of hard counter uh chips uh team and i felt bad but uh blind flip like we, it was a great match i, I wish i recorded but i did <laughs> which is a bad habit of mine we gotta get you a new phone <laughs> i know <laughs> so you can record these battles and people can see it because <laughs> no one wants to see mine because <laughs> so, if we yeah go ahead 
I was going to say, so we have this full spectrum then. So Astro's 0 and 2, you're 2 and 0, and I'm 1 and 1. So it works out perfectly for the. It's <laughs> that, 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 that even like that. That's uh, crazy. So wait, Sadie, go ahead. You, you just lost? No, I lost oh, last you, night. I, I lost? Oh. Swallet got me. Swallet got me real good. I made a. Went back and forth on a, a last second lineup change for match three against Swallet. And finally went back the thir- on the third time and actually went back to what I have led with. And it was hard counter city from that lead. Just destroyed me. I'm sitting there going, literally, if I'd left my original lead, bringing Mandy Buzz in in the front, I win without using shields. But because that lead was, I I made the dumb play. And Swallet spanked me for it. Just Mm. absolutely thrashed me for it. So good job, Swallet. And then play (laughs) Sadie. Also, really good matchup. It was actually, I think both of those, those two wins came down to, I think, one HP. On both oh, sides of it, snap. which I'm becoming a big fan of one HP wins with the factions. And <laughs> we, we may share out that video because I felt bad for my factions opponent this week. Two, oh, two I saw different that. matches. You, you remember my reaction? <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I had no business winning either one. I won both with one HP. And while fully denying with one HP, being able to throw two charge moves without allowing a fast move through. Just the best play ever, and I can never repeat it. It will never happen again. It happened once. Great battler in that as well. So it's just been a, a really up and down week. It's been fun. Yeah. No. That's that's awesome. So uh so we've got what, a couple more rounds of this. So we'll um you know keep everybody updated every every week on where we are. I think we'll probably by the next episode we should be done or if not like close to it. We'll probably be in the last round. This is actually going to be a five rounder because we got yeah. twenty three. So that's awesome. And how and then, often uh, do we want? Are, are we gonna? Are we gonna be making another cup? We we're going to try to do almost monthly, if not every six weeks or so. Uh, we already have the next one in the works, and there might be trouble, maybe even double. Well, hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but we'll have to wait and see. Hmm. Gotcha. Hmm. I hope that one doesn't happen until after a special event. Um, it is being and, held until after a special event. Yeah. Okay. So, and then I think uh, I know the one that I want. I want to do, and it's mainly because it's because of Dino. Dino like always manages to drop in his love for Ash's original lineup yeah. of Pokemon <laughs> that he has. So I brought up the uh, Ash Ketchum Cup and. It actually seems like could be a pretty fun, fun meta. Uh, it would be literally every Pokemon. You'd have access to every Pokemon that Ash has had on his battling teams, not caught. Um, cause there's like a whole list of things that he's caught in right. like go and stuff like that. But like once he's actually used in battle, uh, and so all kinds of of first evolution Pokemon that he never evolves because mm-hmm. he's a terrible trainer. Got it. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So there's it, you there's can even, you can an even interesting do a, list. Oh, like a, a little cup with his his team, basically. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like he doesn't he doesn't uh, his Chikorita doesn't get to a Meganium. It it stops at a Bayleaf. So there's there's a couple in there, and the the wrinkle. And I'm saying this because I want everyone to push for it because I think it'll be really fun. So everyone can kind of tag Seagull and be like, let's get this done. Uh, <laughs> is everyone has to run a Pikachu on their team. And 
it has to be part of your three that you bring in. So everyone will always have Pikachu in battle. Uh, and not just any Pikachu. It has to be a male Pikachu. And it cannot be a costume unless it's wearing Ash's hat. Interesting. So if the other troublesome tournament doesn't happen next month, we'll we'll, we'll probably lean into the Ketchum Cup. Yeah, because I was looking at it. I, I don't know. I didn't really like dive too much into it but there was there was some surprising like names that i was like wait he had that and then i was like oh i forgot it like i missed like a couple generations of the the anime but uh some of them were pretty fun uh i know like in the newer ones he gets gengar and and stuff like that so that's that'll be fun it gives a little wrinkle with all his his newer stuff so that's cool all right. Uh so that's that's pretty much it for for self stuff. So let's go ahead and keep moving and head over to the in-game news. So we got we got a response on the first, just like Niantic promised about from you know our whole Hear Us Niantic and everyone else, all the other podcasts have like almost read this thing word for word. So I don't really want to like harp on it because they do a better job of going over that stuff. Uh but a few thing the the one thing that kind of stuck out to me personally, and I think um it also uh Wildcat noticed too. If if you don't really understand like the the developer and tech side of it, you're kind of just like, okay, isn't that what Pokeminers does? Um, but one of the things with them is they were saying they're going to put out a developer's like blog. Uh, how often? How often was it? Every other month. Okay. Uh, which will basically, I think it's going to give what's going on, what they're working on as well. Is that correct? Yeah, the, my understanding is it's going to be kind of the what's going on, uh, what's to come, and, and the decisions behind why they're doing what they're doing. So as Dino mentioned, if, if you don't know the tech industry, anytime you're pulling an engineer off developing an active feature to write a blog or do something of this nature, that's putting more work on your overall engineering department. So this is actually a really huge to put out a developer blog. So I, I am actually really excited to see this. This gives us, we've asked for transparency forever. You can't get more transparent than the people writing the game, giving you their thoughts on it. Yeah. And if you have worked anything, if you work in the tech industry or do anything that involves any type of, you know, engineering or, or whatever this, you know, graphic designer or, or game work and stuff like that, we don't like writing. We don't like putting this stuff out like we do not want any extra steps in having to type up why we're adjusting you know the sky or something like that but you know it's what and don't be surprised if it's really bland and not very like super informative it'll be like enough that it will get by but i seriously doubt it's going to be too detailed because most of these these guys they don't like t- 
typing this stuff out. And unless they've got like someone who's just dedicated to writing up this blog um, and following all of their, their engineers over there, like <laughs> their developers, like watching everyone. Oh, what are you doing there? What are you doing there? What is that? Oh, okay. Uh, it, it's, it could be very vague, but it could also be very detailed. So that's, that's what I'm most excited about, about the whole thing. Yeah, I always say I don't. I don't English. I engineer. It's just exactly just the way I am. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> that's exactly what I said. I I I can program, you know, circuit boards for you, and I can I can develop them. But don't ask me to write an email without uh, spell check because it won't happen. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the worst part for me too. Like even me as doing uh, my classes too, uh, about to graduate, like writing is like probably the worst for me, and I hate it. Yeah, the, it's, the it's other thing I noted was they they did commit to having future follow ups with the community leaders group, uh, and you may say big deal they can whiffle on that if you actually go back and watch zoe two dots video right after this news came out she mentioned that niantic actually personally told all those creators that if they don't follow up and it's been a month or it's been six weeks since they've heard to go out publicly and drag niantic for it so th- they want to be held accountable for this so the fact yeah. that they're willing to commit to that and telling their you know community leaders their creators as part of their inner circle to say go out and drag us if you need to drag us says, you know, this is they're hearing what we're saying. And I do appreciate the fact that they just kind of owned up to we screwed up. We didn't realize the impact. Should have they? Probably. But things happen in a vacuum. We all do things in a vacuum thinking the way we believe is what everyone else will believe. So being able to admit that as a company, especially as large as Niantic is, is actually a, a really big deal. Companies never want to admit fault because that makes them legally liable in some situations. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah. Um, so if you want, if you haven't read it or you haven't listened to one of the other podcasts, uh, kind of go a little more into detail about it. Um, I'll put a link to the blog post in the show notes so that you guys can go read that, you know, on, on your own leisure time. You know, I would, I read mine while I was on the toilet. So, <laughs> so you know, that's, that's, good what, to know. That's, that's where I catch up. <laughs> That's where I catch up. And half the time, if I'm messaging you on Discord between the hours of 8.30 and 7 or 6.30, uh, it's probably from the toilet. So just just know that. <laughs> that is noted. <laughs> so, uh, so moving on, uh, we've got the Psychic Spectacular coming up on the 8th. So... What uh, when the, the show comes out. comes out? Yeah, so yeah. good. Uh, for once, we're actually talking about something that's going to be happening while, right when not past. So it's actually pretty cool. It's running uh, the eighth at ten a.m. through the thirteenth, eight p.m. And that I believe is local time. Correct? Yes. Uh, the thing I like about it is we're getting a new Pokemon, and I love the fact that. On top of it being a new Pokemon, they're bringing the evolution aspect from the main series game into Pokemon Go. Uh, so if you don't know, uh, Inkay and Mal- uh, Malamar will be the new Pokemon that uh, come through. And I actually, the only reason I know how to pronounce that, the Malamar <laughs> name. We messed up. We messed up, guys. Sorry. Is, is it, did I mess it up? 
No, no, no we, we messed, messed up, up by telling you ahead of time. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. So funny story. Actually, uh, Saturday when this, well, I was going over cause my kids like me to give them like their own private version of the show <laughs> where I tell them all the news that goes on. And I was telling him about this and, you know, their first response was, oh, Inke, that's the one that Team Rocket has that's always shooting stuff, ink at everyone. Yeah. So that whole conversation spiraled into me reading them the actual Pokedex entries to some of the Pokemon that are going to be spawning during the Psychic Spectacular. And their faces when I read them, Driftblooms uh, (laughs) thing... Their faces, it went from like smiling to like, like just, I wish just like eyes wide open. And then they instantly started eating their dinner. (laughs) I don't call it a murder balloon for no reason. Yeah. So if you don't, if you've never read it, um, it's actually, it's, it's pretty interesting. The short, like, I guess, condensed version of it is it looks, it's, it's basically dead souls of Pokemon and humans that float around in this balloon type thing. And the reason it looks like it's a balloon is so that little kids will grab it. And then it takes the little kids away. Um, not creepy at all. <laughs> not creepy at all. But the best part of the whole entry is at the end, it says it does not like heavy children. It's <laughs> the best, the oh best part God. of the entire thing. It was just like, it doesn't like heavy kids. And I, I was like, they're like, what is it? I was like, those, it doesn't like kids who eat all their dinner. And they're like, and they just start finishing their food. And I was like, all right, there we go. <laughs> that's one almost way to get as effective as my, my Mickey Mouse won't let you come argument I've been using for the last nine to 10 months on my daughter, which unfortunately is going to, I don't know what I'm going to start using after next yeah. week. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you could do the elf on the shelf thing. Start that early. <laughs> so, but uh, so Inke and Malmar are coming. And like I was saying, the, the evolution um, process for Inke, besides, I believe it's going to be like a candy cost, I'm sure. Um, but uh, if you haven't played the main series game, you're going to actually have to turn your phone upside down to evolve Inke into Malmar, which I think is awesome because I remember sitting there with, you know, um, what was it? Well, just recently with my switch and I had one and I went to a vault. I turned my thing upside down and my wife's like, why are you turning your, why are you turning it upside down? I'm like, Oh, I'm evolving a Pokemon. She's like, okay. (laughs) You're weird. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, I thought that was really cool. That could just be me. I don't know. I don't know if anybody else thought that was cool. It was, but I found out with the switch version with, with sword and shield, if your joy cons are not properly attached, it wouldn't register the switch being upside yeah. down. So I'm sitting here like, just keep feeding this thing. Fighting with it, it won't evolve. And I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> and then realized that my, my joy con had like shifted off the catch just slightly. And I'm like, yeah, Oh, uh, that's awesome. But it has so, good moves too. Yeah. Uh, so let's, that's uh, probably what everybody would want to know. So uh, we got some moves here. So actually, I'm going to let Wildcat go over the moves and then uh, him and Dino kind of give us their opinion on whether or not this is something that we should be going after or just keep it as a dex entry. Well, before we get to the moves, let's talk about its typing first. So Malamar is going to be a 
dark psychic type. So up until this point, a fairly rare typing out there. Um, so keep it away from bugs. Keep it away from fairies. Other than that, it yeah, resists sure. or is neutral to everything else in the game. Uh, move wise for quick moves, you're going to have peck. Don't even look at that. Uh, and psycho cut. So if you know your Mewtwo, Mute psycho cut charges really quickly. Uh, for its charge moves, hyper beam, you're not going to do that. It has psi beam, foul play, and superpower. And you can argue for all three of those moves. So depending upon what you're comping it with, it's got a really good move set. Uh, base stats wise, you're looking at 177 for attack, 165 defense, and 200 stamina. So it is a little lacking overall on its stats, and that, that's a maxed out version. So mm-hmm. that's what's going to hold it back slightly. But I, Dino, what do you think? I think in limited metas, this thing can be an absolute powerhouse, if not just straight out banned a lot of times. Yeah, I was going to say, like, it actually, just because you mentioned how unique it's typing this, it sort of reminded me of like a Sableye, uh, just because Sableye is only like truly weak to just uh fairy so with this i saw that fairy bug i mean like yeah we see for example if, if we were to run it in great league yeah we can see maybe galvantula is the, the most used uh bug and then for fairies i mean to be honest like i don't really think we see that many fairies wiggly at least charmers wise maybe more like azu uh yeah. is like the main one um and it has some co- good like coverages you know i i definitely think you know, as YouTubers, you know, they like to make, you know, content. Uh, they, I will see, we will see someone using Hyperbeam on this thing for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. But like a Hyperbeam, uh, like Obstagoon, the Hyperbeam Obstagoon. I'm going to call it, I'm going to call it and say that Junkus uh, from, uh, he's a streamer. Yes. And does, yeah. He's going to be one of the he's first ones. The if one. not, uh, what's this guy's name? Shrady, right? Um, uh, I, he's one of the guys that used uh, Scrafty and then the two Nito, Nito Queen and Nito King. Mm, okay. Um, I think either between them two is going to be once they're going to try it out because they like to try out new Pokemons. But overall, I do think, like he mentioned, uh, it's going to be good in like some closed uh, metas, like a, maybe like a remix type of thing, or maybe even in the the October Cup. Yeah. Uh, so there you go. So there, that might be somewhere where it's useful. And I, like he said, it's a lot of the moves I can, I think you can argue between all those three besides Hyperbeam. What would be, uh, what would be your, uh, your move set that you would pick there, Dino? Cause I know, uh, on the stream, you caught a little, a little bit of, um, flack for running focus blast on your hypno, which I no. will go out on a limb and just tell everyone besides Sableye shadow hypno, with focus blast is like our mascot like that and sableye <laughs> sitting next to each other and then right. a little drift bloom like floating over top of everyone if you had to put it there because <laughs> it's the what the three pokemon we recommend for everything <laughs> yeah so um and, well, in terms of what you did mention that they mentioned about focus blast if i could show all the screenshots of me one-shotting a bastidon a stun fisk with focus blast it would be at least like two to like uh, three pages i would I would, lo- I would make that video in a second <laughs> you, you know what would help making that video and, and convincing people actually recording your matches see that would there be great 
But you know, new phone. New... <laughs> guys, you know, help help me. <laughs> I'm just let's let's help Dino get an oh, actual phone. Charity for for Dino to get a new. Phone. <laughs> the next one, that's the next the next uh, parody stream. <laughs> no, I'll probably get one soon though. Um, but yeah, so yeah, back to back to the moves. Um, obviously, yeah, never don't don't unless if somehow it gets a. I, I doubt it. It gets a a buff unpack. Don't don't even please. Uh, then obviously psycho cut because we've seen how fast it charges on Mewtwo. And to play it safe, you know, just like a standard point of view of seeing the moves, I would stick with Psybeam uh, and uh, foul play, just because you know you we mentioned that it is weak to bug and. Um, and what was the other one? Oh, very, very, very. So you know, for superpower that won't be helpful um, unless if it's like a specific cup. Maybe, maybe it's like a huge maybe. Uh, foul playing hyper, but that's like my second option. But my first option would definitely be Psybeam and foul play. So I'm sitting here thinking of just team comps to put around uh, Malamar, and I think. If you're going to go and open and try to make it work, I think something like a Stunfisk and Nidoqueen would actually pair with it really well. Because uh, you're going to cover your fairy weakness and your bug weakness with those two really well. And then you can, both of those are moderately bulky, so you can save your shields for Malamar in the back. So I think just thinking team comp wise, that, that may be an interesting lineup to try out. And would you use it as a lead or more like a safe swap or in like the back or? I would probably try to use it as a closer because it, it is going to hit really hard and really fast with cycle cut. So you can get you, you can get a lot of foul play and side beam off once shields are down. So yeah, I think, it, I think it'd be a good yeah. closer. I don't know. Just thinking through it. Hmm. Yeah, it, 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 I think it'll be fun. Like we'll definitely see a few of them being played when it first comes when it comes out, you know, this week. Um, but I I do think I I do like when there's new Pokemons, it just adds, you know, to another, uh, possible, uh, Pokemon to use in great league. Uh, I'm not sure. What is the max out CP? Do you guys know about, uh, on this one? I did not run that math yet. No, I didn't. But I mean, if, if it does, I mean, I, I don't know if it does go, uh, to maybe possible ultra league, if it does even like maybe in the 2300s, um, it may, I mean, it might be nice to play it out there too because I don't think we really. So at level forty, it is twenty three fifty nine. So it's going to be right at a hundo for <laughs> level fifty. See, I wouldn't be surprised. Right just yeah. below twenty five hundred. I, w- so. I wouldn't be surprised if someone did try to do that as well. <laughs> yeah, I feel like though in Ultra League, there's more fairy. Yeah, no yeah. bugs though, that... right? So no, maybe go well, natural. That's it. You see a little <laughs> gal, but C- not a lot. Caesar. C- Scizor. Yeah, Scizor. That, that would be more like an open. Uh, yeah. But what would you guys think to place it more in uh, in open or premiere? Would you, I, I feel like for me, I probably maybe go. See, that, that's tough for me. Like, I feel like maybe open just potentially just because I feel like you see more fairies in premiere compare to open. But yeah. I don't know if you guys. No, I, I, I would also say open because you've got Giratina running amok and open steel. Foul play. And I think, I think it would actually be a pretty good Giratina count. So, yeah. yeah. Level 50, uh, you know, checking on the math is 2667. So you're not looking for quite a, a perfect, but you're looking to pretty close, probably a 10, 15, 15. 
thereabouts. Okay. Yeah, I, you'll definitely see a few of those. Like, it, there's always like you know, uh, people trying to get uh, certain Pokemon to Ultra League, um, and I feel like this one can be potentially one of them. Like I've seen even a Wish Cash in Ultra League uh, one time. So you, yeah, you wouldn't be surprised what people just want to create. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Even with just Inca and Malamar, though, if you if you're looking over the Psychic Spectacular Astro, is it just me or is this event really good? With that's the spawns and the raids. That's what I was the- gonna. I was gonna bring up. I really like these spawns. So the spawns that we have coming. Um, well, we're also gonna get uh, your your special research, like a, a new part of it that's gonna come out. Um, but then we're gonna get Abra, Drowsy, Gathita, Solsis, Solosis, 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 and then rare. Now they came out and said rare. So rare in the wild in K and LGM. I don't care about the LGM. I've got, I have enough of those, uh, whatever. Um, so I have a feeling like in K is going to be more relevant, more predominant in raids than in the wild. But then again, what was um, this last one during the, the sword and shield there was one that they said was going to be rare was supposed to be rare but rare. keep in mind that was also caused by a raid issue so okay. phalanx was going to be in three star raids apparently putting it in three star raids broke the game so they had to quickly adjust and just throw it everywhere in the wild so i okay. don't know if we'll see ink nearly as commonly as we did phalanx so um so if you are looking for great league ivs for Malamar and Inke, uh, you're going to have to like really hunt for it or find someone that you're not really good friends with and, and some trade some of your raids. But I love seeing Drowsy, obviously, um, in the wild for Hypno. Uh, I know Dino had mentioned maybe a couple weeks ago about possibly a XL Hypno for Ultra League. Yeah, there's, there's, I've seen a few. I mean... It's it's not like it hits like super hard, you, you know how Hypno is more mostly mm-hmm. like defense and bulk, uh, but you never know. Like like I mentioned, there's I've also seen like Vigoroth and stuff like that. So like seeing these new Pokemon being added there, it's, it's fun and adding to another potential uh, Pokemon to use in your lineup. Yeah. So you know Abra Abra's Abra. It's just a classic to catch, but I mean, at, poor Alakazam is just so frail that even with an awesome move set like it's just it's it's unfortunate yeah even like and, fighters like just eat it like away mm-hmm. at it <laughs> yeah <laughs> so look i i used to say the th- same thing about Sh- shadow sharpedo and i've learned my lesson but we can talk more about that later but be ouch. careful with those <laughs> be careful uh so in our one star raids we've got star you uh chimeco Bronzer, Esper, and then Inke. Uh, three stars we've got Alone Raichu, Wobuffet, Medicham, Metagross, and then five star Lugia and Mega Slowbro. I will be raiding the shit out of Wobuffet because I still need the XL candy for my, my Hundo. I actually ran into, into one um, in Remix. Uh, yeah. And I led. Adam and Champ, they led uh, Wawa Fett, and I switched, and I don't recall what it was, but I top left. 
because yeah. I just got mad. I'm like, that's not. Gonna, I'm not gonna deal with this. Probably yeah. a fairy. I've seen if I see Wubba Fett, it's typically paired with a fairy. Yeah, you know. Okay, you know what it was. I switched into my because I, I was running. Okay, so my team for remix right now is uh, Shadow Machamp. Actually, let's talk about that a little bit more later on. But yeah. it's it's funny. It's a funny story. <laughs> yeah. So the the Wubba Fett obviously. Um, if you're if it's a Pokemon that you want to build uh, and and max out to run in uh, in Great League, your raids are not going to be where you're going to want to get that Pokemon. That's where you're just going to want to get your XL candy and your candy for because you need a Shadow one, you need a Shadow Hundo or you know close to it that when you purify it becomes a hundred percent because otherwise Wobbuffet doesn't have a second charge move. You only have what counter mirror coat, mirror coat, and then I think it has one more fast move, right? Uh, the fast move I don't recall, but you definitely don't want to yeah. even think about that. So it's just yeah. like between that. Yeah. So you're I'm gonna... really excited to see Medicham because I still need 60 more XL Medicham candy. So yeah, I will be accepting Medicham raids. My my box is open. Let it come. <laughs> <laughs> so also, i guess like also preparing i guess whenever mega comes you know if mega does ever make a debut in gbl mega mm-hmm. medicham in ultra league maybe yeah yeah maybe cool. and then you also have metagross which with master league classic premiere coming back this season metagross oh, yes. is a needed pokemon for your your roster so these are in alolan Raichu also has a lot of play in GBL, it's not the best, but it's it fits in a lot of metas. Overall, I look, I see Bronzor, Inke, Lolan Archie, Wobbuffet, Metacham, and Metagross, and Lugia all being really good PvP Pokemon. And even though it's Mega Slowbro, Slowbro's pretty good in Ultra at this point. It's I've seen a lot of it in Ultra Remix, and it's really thick. So You've got one, three, five, and mega raids all having PvP relevant Pokemon, which has been a long time since we've seen that. Yeah. So, um, just really quick to jump back onto the Wobbuffet, and the only reason I'm doing that is because uh, I've seen a bunch of uh, a few more people in our Discord posting that they're they're catching them um, from their their rocket encounters and getting them the when when. Dinu mentions it being like bulky. Let me the best way to put it in 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 if you don't have one of these things. I have mine. It's a hundred percent. It's at level forty three. Its HP is three hundred and nineteen at at a CP level of ten sixty six. Do you know what it maxes out at? Uh, it maxes out. At level 51, at a CP level of 1174, uh, I don't know what the HP is going to be, what the HP would be at that 333. point. 333. Yeah. It's well, insane. At level 50, so uh, uh, one more than that. So 334 at 51. It's insane. So compare that. So I just so happen to have, as Fish would know, I have a, a Blissey. At great league level, it's actually a uh, ninety-five, a rank ninety-five uh, percent. So this is a five fourteen fourteen, and it's at level twenty and a half. Blissey 
is 308 HP. And it can't go any higher for, for Great League purposes uh, on that. So this thing is is it just laughs at your at your moves like <laughs> even even like things that it's weak to like it's still like you'll be surprised it could take down uh um an umbreon it can't take down my murder balloon though <laughs> i would like to see that though i have multiple times now really well you, you, well, I you guess because the counter the icy do, wind, the counter does yeah, nothing. The counter you throw does one nothing. or two icy winds. Return is useless because it's a ghost type. So it's left with mirror coat, and you throw one icy wind or two, and mirror mm. coat can't do anything. I, it, it's yeah. actually it, it's a timeout matchup. It's going. Yeah, going I was going to say you'll just time out at that point. <laughs> <laughs> like it's just going to time out. So that uh, that one's good there. Uh, let's see what else. Um, like uh like wildcat said medicham uh one besides woba fat i'm probably going to be doing um a low and riot shoes besides the shiny like i want i want that hundo so i can run it in ultra yeah that's another one for ultra <laughs> like there's so many potential ultra league ones yeah now that with the level 50 like just the the other one that i i think i'm gonna do after i just best buddied my um Aloha Nine Tails. So now I'm working uh, on Pachirisu. But after that, I have a 99% for, I think it's like a rank 10 with my new information, rank 10. Uh, Pikachu or uh, Raichu, uh, Kanto Raichu for Ultra League that I I want to try and get up there. I think Dino and Fighting Gobbler were talking about it. It was a Fighting Gobbler. I, yeah, because I was gonna say like I actually have one uh, already named for Ultra League, <laughs> so that one that's probably gonna be my next Ultra League one to to get up there because that thing looks like it'll be a lot of fun. So those uh, that's what's going on with this Psychic Spectacular. I'm pretty excited. This is my we're coming into my favorite season of Pokemon. Like. Once fall comes in, because all our ghosts, all our darks, all those things that we don't normally get all the time, those are going to come. Um, and I think my next favorite one is around Christmas, just because we're in Florida, so we don't get a lot of snow or cold weather Pokemon. So it's nice that they give us like a chance to catch some of those. <laughs> so, very nice, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I actually, so funny story about Pokemon that we don't normally get. Uh Friday morning, I woke up getting ready to go to work and I had the, I opened the game and I'm looking to, you know, see what my house spawns were. And I live fairly close to the Everglades and it's normally kind of foggy in the morning, especially like if it's like it rained that night, the night before and, you know, the heat and stuff like that. But it never registers on the game as foggy because it's not actually fog it's just humidity (laughs) you know coming up and i open the game and i'm like why does it look so weird like it looks gray weird and i look and it's foggy the weather is foggy and i'm like oh my god and i'm like looking i drove for about 15 minutes around the area i finally caught my very first snowy cast form what (laughs) <laughs> that's neat I, actually the funny thing is you mentioned that because i actually did see it uh gray as well yeah 
and I didn't even bother to check the weather. <laughs> I just saw it on screen. I'm like, okay, there's something going on in my game. Yeah. So how how did you guys complete the the shiny me research for catch 50, or whatever it was fifty one ice types or whatever? Oh, it was during there was an event that they put. They had a lot of ice. It was uh, during was it Kanto? This this was after Kanto no, then after so Kanto. Been, yeah. Uh, Go fest. I think. I think, I think yeah, it was, was Go fest. Because that was the only way. If not, we were screwed. <laughs> yeah, well, I would just look for nest. Swine up nest. <laughs> yeah. So I, I I looked for a swine up nest in the local. I think that's what it was. I think yeah, that's I think... what it was too, if not that. Yeah, Seagull does a great job of maintaining a bot that keeps all of our local um parks mapped out for nest. So I just get on his bot and I'm like, hey, oh, swine up nest. That's where I go and do all my catches really quickly. Yeah. So it was if you would have saw me, I'm like driving around like I got my phone, my little phone in the holder, and I'm like checking like where the hell? There's got to be one, one that pops up, and then I see it. I see the little gray, the little silhouette, and I'm like, yes. I was so excited. I just love it. I can get a dense fog advisory in Kentucky, <laughs> and I still don't get foggy weather in game. I think I've seen foggy weather <laughs> one time. Oh, the other day I was driving home, and it was raining so bad you couldn't see in front. And it still said it was sunny on my game. So I think the weather mechanic is just broken. Either that or Florida just breaks it in general. Cause most they can't likely keep that up one. With it. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, uh, the only other thing in the in-game news that came out is the safari zones are returning, but there are no tickets available for them. Um, so it doesn't affect me and Dino at all because we're not driving to Atlanta <laughs> to do this. No. I know it was Atlanta like anyways. four was hours. Safari zone in Atlanta. There wasn't. It was St. Louis, Philadelphia, and Liverpool. Oh, I thought there was one in Atlanta. What was in Atlanta? Was it the Go? Oh, it was uh, the GoFest satellite. I think. Yeah, there was a GoFest satellite yeah. in Atlanta. Oh, I'm I was really <laughs> hoping for new ticket sales, um, especially considering they did announce as part of this that if you can't come to the city. They are still letting you play from home. Ooh, yes, yeah, but that. they're still not selling new tickets, and that really does suck when you actually stop and look at how many trainers had tickets to those events that don't even play the game anymore. So I really, and if they're letting you do virtual, <laughs> they really should open back up ticket sales. In my opinion, I would be first in line to buy one. Let's just be honest. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it, I'm looking forward to like an actual like live like meetup, like Go Fest or something like that. So, yeah. So it is, um, I guess we'll just play the virtual version. So I'm okay with that. <laughs> yeah. I don't have to go anywhere. <laughs> I, I, I love in-person go fest, but I do hope as we get back to normal, if we ever get back to normal, uh, they keep the virtual part of it as well. Cause it's nice for trainers that can't travel or can't afford to go to Chicago or go to Liverpool, et cetera, et cetera, to have that similar experience at home. Yeah, or so I hope it stays or at or least a cut least down like, version. Yeah, yeah, like, uh, you know, like half of what you would get if you actually go go to GoFest. I think that. Yeah, I think they'll do that. I, I don't think they'll lose that revenue that the they've seen that they can get now from it. So it's like the first time I've ever seen a commercial on television for Pokemon Go was right before GoFest. They were, you know, playing pokemon go commercials so i don't think that's going to go anywhere so yeah so that is 
that's pretty much that's it for the in-game news. So let's move over to GBL, kind of go over that. We got a bunch of questions uh, in the Discord to go over. So let's move over to the GBL section. Fight. So we are one week in to season nine. How are we feeling? Are we are we feeling good about where we are on 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 this Monday? Like, are we feeling happy, Dino? Are we feeling yes. happy? Yes, yeah? I am. Yes, I am. <laughs> and 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 Wildcat. Absolutely. I will feel happy tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> and why so, would you, why why not today and and tomorrow? Tell us, please, because. I was so I w- okay so Saturday night into Sunday I was feeling myself. My team was just it was working. It it got me I think I got all the way up to 18. I think that's where I'm at yeah. now, uh rank 18. And I was like, man, I did all my sets for Saturday. I did all my sets for Sunday like right away. So I was really like super like, yeah, I'm going to get my Elo we're going to do it today before we record and it's going to be awesome. And I decided to not play at the times that I normally play at. And I played in the morning and I think I'm like five wins away after five sets. I think, I I think I need one more set, maybe like three wins, three or four wins, but I, it was, it was rough. <laughs> I, I don't, I, I never going to do, I well, know. What's the one piece of advice I keep giving Dean or know. Astro? Come on. What do I, what do I, I keep saying? Play at the times that you're comfortable with. I know. But I thought I was like, man, Dino plays in the morning. Like maybe, maybe he <laughs> has some like insider information. Like maybe like our, cause where we are geographically is fairly close. So I was like, oh, well, you know, maybe he's getting all the scrubs this early in the morning. (laughs) No. You know, you know, what's crazy. There was there was a time where I was playing um, like around six uh, when I took out my dog. And I used to I I don't know if it's just a coincidence, but if you think about it, uh, whoever is 12 hours ahead, it would be like afternoon for them or nighttime. Uh, so mainly like in Europe, like in Japan, uh, China, uh, I, I noticed that I play team like like players. I'm like, what does the name even mean? And I noticed that one of them, I I recognized one of them, and one of them was Zionic. And you hmm. know, Zionic is ahead of us. Mm-hmm. Um, so then I'm like, okay, so then that means uh, that I'm playing people from Europe at this time. So I'm like, okay, so then that makes sense as to why I was doing so well around this time. <laughs> so, uh, but like, yeah, so it, it does make sense, uh, at least to me, uh, because, you know, it depends what time you play and then who's around. Because, you know, most of us in, are going to be asleep or going to work at that time. So yeah. that's that's why it just really does depend when you play and you feel most comfortable with. Yeah, exactly. I... Started off a little shaky. Like I kind of, I went, I figured out a team. Like I, I picked a team and I was like, this is the team I'm going to run. I found, you know, the one Pokemon that I wanted to build the team around and I kind of just figured it out. And I actually, I did, I made the team all by myself. I'm pretty excited. Woo. And it's actually been working very well. 
Are you um, in open or remix? Open. Open. I'm I'm running it in open because I figured if it works in open, then I'm good. Plus, uh, I believe two of my Pokemon aren't eligible for remix. So <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. I thought for for some reason I was gonna put my money that you had it for remix. No, I did it. I did it for wow. open, and <laughs> it it took me like maybe like a couple days to get used to. And I'm still there's still a few kinks I'm working out mainly with. Um, dealing with Talonflame like in the back versus a lead um and then figuring out who how to handle Azu as if they're a safe swap Azu uh, opposed to leading with it so I'm still working out those kind of things but I'm surprised at where I am at this point cuz I was I'm way ahead of where I was last season cuz I think last season I was pushing ace like right at the start of ultra and now i have i'm fairly confident that i'll have that you know before the end of the week i I definitely want to say is i I can say that you've definitely been playing a lot more so that definitely has something to do with it and um can i ask what the team is sure yeah you can uh i'm not gonna tell you no (laughs) i'm like wait that's that's rude (laughs) yeah so it is uh dugong lead uh my and then skarmory is my safe swap and then scrafty in the back so like a a b a team sort of because you're weak to fighters in the front and in the back uh well you'd be surprised that dugon can handle fighters pretty well because of the icy wind like because of the icy wind uh i've learned i learned from a tournament we did Either it was either we did or it was I was is in another one. I was using Dugong and I got a mirror match. And after the match, um, the guy that I played messaged me and he's like, "Listen, I use Dugong like exclusively. Like I love this Pokemon." He's like, "If it's something that you know it's super effective against, always shield the first one. Hit it with the, if you don't hit if you don't get to Icy Wind ahead of time, shield." hit it with the icy wind and then don't bother shielding the rest of the time because that icy wind from it debuffs the attack so much that it can tank like, and I was like, that's crazy. And I was getting hit with, I had a up against a Skarmory and I got no, uh, Deoxys got it up against a Deoxys. It hit me with two lightning, uh, thunderbolts after one icy wind debuff. And I was still good. (laughs) It was very similar to the Drifling play actually. Drifling, you typically always shield whatever the first move is, and then Icy Wind, Icy Wind, Icy Wind, and by the time you're on your second or third Icy Wind, it doesn't matter what move they're throwing at you, typically. You know, it's funny you guys mentioned Icy Wind uh, debuffs, because I kind of play that matchup with uh, whenever I use Kingdra. I mean, obviously, in, in, pr- in like praying that I get the debuff, uh, like against a Venusaur matchup, typically you would think, you know, you lose that. I typically always use like shield the first uh, frenzy plan and then throw the octa uh, to hopefully get the the debuff on it. And then I, if I get it, I don't shield the next one because it actually it helps a ton. So yeah, the best part of this team is when it ends up being it's and it's happened a couple times. I don't know if I sent you guys a video of it. I had Scrafty with one shield 
maybe, yeah, one shield against a one shield Skarmory. And you figure like, they'd be like, oh, we got this. I actually, I, I beat it with how, how fast those power up punches come. Mm-hmm. Like it actually, if well, okay. Backstory, the Skarmory was led. They led the Skarmory. So it already had, it had a debuff from the icy wind from my Dugong. And then it ended up coming out to Scrafty on Skarmory that had the debuff. And it, it took it down with how fast those power-up punches built and how strong those counters started hitting. Like, you know, it wasn't resisting it because the steel makes it neutral. Just like, um, uh, what's it, Pidgeot. Like a lot of people like pull throw out a Pidgeot against, you know, against my Scrafty. And I'm like, you're going to, you may actually lose this, this matchup. <laughs> yeah, it's the same thing with Metacham. I, I actually love Scarberry v Metacham because I'll throw two or three power punches and then I'll throw the icy ice punch with it. They don't oh, kill yeah. any of it. And that ice punch by the second or third power punch is doing as much as an ice beam, if not more. Yeah. My Skarmory got hit by a dynamic punch Metacham. It wasn't yeah. fun. <laughs> so I was say not fun. Yeah. I, I've pretty much been running exclusively remix for my main. Um, okay. But I, wait, your team has bands. No, it doesn't. No? I made one modification. Oh, okay. I am running Drifloom, Obstagoon instead of Metacham, and ah, Lantern. Ah, okay. And I'm at about a 64% win rate right now. I lost two or three really bad ones that I should have won that just bad plays on my side. And another three or four lag issues, as we all have at times. Um, So I was one day later hitting my ELO. I hit ELO today this morning. Uh, 2155 to start. So my highest starting ELO I've had really happy about that. Uh, however, this, I hit it this morning at like 7 a.m. I (laughs) could not play my other sets in the morning because queue times were, I was waiting 10 to 15 minutes and it was timing out on finding opponents. That's crazy. So my second and third or my third and fourth set today, fourth and fifth set was played in the afternoon today. And my team did not perform as well in the afternoon as it does the mornings. Yeah. I, and I, I know that that's something I learned last remix cup. Yeah. So I, I stick to the mornings most of the time, uh, really having a lot of fun. And I, I already know what Dino started at. And he's already laughing at me over here. So Dino, how, 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 how are you? How'd you end up this week? <laughs> Only because we spoke too soon. That's all. <laughs> uh, but, uh, talking about time, uh, you know, when to play and stuff like that. Uh, I actually noticed that early on. I want to say like season, I want to say season six, maybe season four, um, just because season five was the one where we didn't have, like everyone got legend, right? Yeah. Um, so I noticed that there was times where I did better than other times. And I actually have a team for open great league where I have a team that I would use in the morning all the way till like around 2 p.m. And then after like 3 p.m., I have another team that I use. Uh, exclusively for like morning and early, you know, hmm. afternoon. And then that way I usually, it actually ends up working out like really well. Um, and I, and then the teams I use, you know, in the morning, early afternoon, uh, I use the Swamper, Hypno, Shadow Hypno and the Skarmory. And then after like 3 PM, obviously you know, our time, um, I use the Bastion team with, uh, 
toxic romaganium and usually it ends up giving me good results. Uh, but I kind of got bored of them because I use them with my alt account as well. So I went to remix. Uh, and I know some people may be like, oh, you know, Dino is always using the same team. So I'm like, <laughs> All right, you know, let me let me prove the haters like, you know. But you're, it's what like you're comfortable stuff. with. That's what it's, we it, preach. It, I mean, no, if, if I if like you want to climb, comfortable. if you want to climb, definitely stick to that. But I'm like, you know, I got bored, so it happens. Uh, and I went ahead, and actually, this is whenever remix. Uh, I don't remember when when was the remix that first came out. Uh, it was I last actually, season. It came last out. For, yeah. So I we actually did say this team uh, when the first, uh, remix that came out. Uh, it was Shadow. Uh, Machamp, which we were talking about earlier with the Wobbuffet, uh, and then I top left, <laughs> but it was Shadow Machamp, uh, uh, Registeel, and Mandibus. So <laughs> pretty, you know, I guess standard, you know, like pretty uh, bulky in the back. Uh, but that team, I decided to try it out again, and I think I went uh, 9-1, or no, 14-1 uh, uh, in three, uh, three sets. But this was like early on. So point is like that team like has been doing well and it's super fun for me because I've been using Shadow Machamp with Payback. So Ooh. I love doing <laughs> it because if you think about it, Frank, and I have a few screenshots as well as, you know, as I do for the Bassy, uh, for the Hypno with the Focus Blast. So I have proof <laughs> for the reasons why I run things, guys. Uh, so for for example, like, you know, if you were going against a Needle Queen uh, and you had Rock Slide and... Uh, cross chop it, it's resisted by both but they didn't shield the payback and they literally took away all their health and it was just amazing uh, so yeah so this team has been doing really well for me i think it's been mostly positive since i started using it i think maybe i got like two three maybe like four times max and i've played it for a lot and then i also got my elo uh today and i got it at uh 20 22 no 2220 i believe somewhere around there yeah i think it was 2215 uh, or something of that nature yeah. yeah so it was around there and then i had one more set left and i got 41 so i'm at 2260 so you know nice. i don't know maybe uh hit veteran by before ultra hopefully hmm. yeah and then my alt I'm, I'm actually running open for the old and i'm it, it, here's the difference I run mornings on my main with the remix team and the alt I'm running in the evenings with Galarian Stunk Fist, Umbreon with Psychic, and Azu. You would not believe hmm. the number of times Umbreon with Psychic beats an Azu. It's hilarious because those Psychics just come out so fast. Yeah. And they just whittle down just enough. And I'm like, like I know this isn't the best moveset for it, but it's the one I have on my alt. So it's the one I have. And I'm just sitting here, just keep throwing it. And I'm like, just laughing as it's, they're not shielding. And I'm just like, you're going to lose if you don't throw a shield. And they never seem to throw one. I'm like, why? This is <laughs> funny story about that, that you mentioned Psychic with Umbreon. Uh, before I switched to Remix, I was running the Bastion team with Toxic Rogue. Uh, and I went against an Umbreon. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I can, I can survive uh... a last resort. He threw a psychic, and I just I'm like, all right, I'm out. Like I was yeah. mad. I've top yeah. left three matchups that exact way. 
Yeah, I, I throw that psychic, it melts the toxic and they're just immediately quit. I'm like, <laughs> it's because you like you forget you don't expect about it. it. Yeah, yeah, you forget about it. I'm like, oh, man, I learned my lesson. That's it. It's like when I see normally like Umbreon and Scrafty, like you're just like, oh, I got this. This is this is is nothing. Maybe the last resort will hit it kind of hard, but now it's like, oh shit, is this a psychic? Because if this is psychic, this is gonna be. A lot harder than it. I thought it's it was actually gonna be. not. It's actually Umbreon loses that worse because does dark, it really dark four times resist psychic. Yeah, but it gets off faster than it gets to the last resorts. It doesn't matter because that four times resist. It, it's a bad law. You can power a punch just as quick as they're throwing psychics, and that counter adds up too quickly. Hmm. Then I just I know that matchup very well, <laughs> unfortunately, because Scrafty destroys my team. If I don't get Scrafty lined up on Azu, I top yeah. left it. <laughs> so I've I've grown uh, I've grown very fond of of Scrafty over the past past couple of weeks, and it's it's I have one that I can I just need XL for to for Ultra, um, but. I, I love this thing. I love it. It's it's so much fun to use. I'm I'm seeing as far as the move shakeup helping out. I am seeing a lot more Cofagrius. And good lord, that thing is thick. That thing just does not die. What are yeah. you seeing? Anything other than Cofagrius, Dino? Um, in remix, I'm trying to think because like um, uh, I've seen a bunch of things that are pretty random and i've seen what is that big whale um i forget that it has water. yes or well lord i'm sorry well no, lord is lord. the evolved form so i actually it's funny enough i actually what? lost to a whale lord uh i don't know how uh but i'm like i started laughing when i saw it i'm like you know i was looking at shadow machamp i'm like you know tapping i don't know what he they had in the back but i actually ended up losing to the team, and I was—I felt so embarrassed. To <laughs> speaking of embarrassment, I promised a story. Um, <laughs> Shadow, Wait, before I, I, I did, oh, go ahead. Before your story, um, just because you mentioned it, uh, do you guys remember maybe what a couple months back, like right around when Wildcat like first started with us? I sent you guys a picture of my 93 percent Waylord and said, "Is this going to be anything for Great League?" <laughs> And you mm. both said no. <laughs> See, only you would remember that. I don't of course, that. I remember that because <laughs> it's it's such a random thing. Like I was like, oh, this giant whale's got to be good for something at some point. Yeah, it's actually it's actually a lot tankier than I thought it would be because uh, it took a cross chop from a Shadow Machamp pretty well uh, compared to like what other Pokemon would you know took. So yeah, so I, Wildcat. I, I, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, my shame, my shame. <laughs> uh, so everybody, get ready, pull up your chair, yeah. get your tissues. So if this you remember a, a few one. weeks ago, I, I I made a joke out of calling out Shadow Sharpedo and just Sharpedo in general. In general, because yep. it is when we say the word glass cannon, God. it is defined by Sharpedo. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so with my alt account, I'm running this the the team that, to be frankly honest, should do really well against that. As long as it doesn't get lined up against Stungfish, you would think you're fine. No. Shadow Sharpedo, Waterfall, Poison Fang. Oh. It took down my Stungfist, my Azu, 
and my Umbreon by itself. Not once, not twice, <laughs> three separate times. This stupid thing has led into or has switched into my my thing, and I'm going. I don't even know what else to do. The waterfalls hit like a tank, and it lands one poison jab. Your defense gets buffed, and you're gone. That doesn't matter how bulky you are. It's ridiculous. That I'm surprised is, it can funny. it can even get to a charge move without. That is crazy. That is crazy. It is. Even against Azu, I I could not get to my ice beam before it was already taking trying to take me down entirely. I was completely caught off guard. Can you guys see that? <laughs> he's, he's I'm, what I'm telling you is to build it. <laughs> so he, he rank, has the rank, rank 14. 14 Shadow Sharpedo. That's just it, been sitting there. With blue waterfall me. and poison fang. <laughs> but does it still have frustration? Nope. 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 Oh. I TM that the last time. So it it <laughs> absolutely shocked me. And I, I am one to admit when I am wrong. I apologize to Sharpedo for all of the hate I threw at you. You still deserve <laughs> it, but you've proven me wrong. Uh, that's oh, yeah. crazy. Speaking of proving people wrong, Astro, you want to talk about your um, mistakes? No. But we need to let the people know so they are smarter than you. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, everybody, if you listen to the show, we we all have talked about uh, Poke Genie. Um, for IVs, people have asked us how you you know figure out IVs stuff like that. You know we always promote Poker Genie because it's probably I mean besides Go Battle Stadium for Master League, it's I think what pretty much everybody uses. Um, and I'm going through I forget how the conversation started. I think I sent a screenshot. You sent me a Medicham and you're like, oh, this is rank two or three. And I'm like, no, yeah. it's not. That's, yeah. that's like rank 30 or 40. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, I'm like, no, it isn't. This one is. Oh, I sent two pictures. I had I had a Medicham that I had already. It was like a 15, 15, 14 that I had already built for and best buddied for before level 50. So I was like, should I continue to invest in this one or the one that I thought was a 90, I think it was like a 97 or 98%. Like it was, it was like high ranked and wildcat comes back and he goes, don't do either. And I'm like, the fuck is he talking about? Don't do either. And I literally wrote back, what the fuck? <laughs> what do you mean? And he's like, yeah, that thing's like, you need to get one closer to rank one. If you're going to invest. And I was like, this thing is, this is, I mean, I, this is good. And he, I was like, what do you mean it's not good? He's like, yeah, did you check Pokegenie? And I was like, yeah, that's where I got the stats from. And he's like, did you put on the best buddy boost? And I was like, the fuck is that? <laughs> what the hell is a best buddy boost? And he's like, yeah, you need to put on the best buddy boost for that to calculate properly for like the XL Pokemon. And I'm like, what? I put it on and my what top five rank Medichan goes down to rank 30. Oh, it was even and lower than that because it was a 10, 15. 15. Oh, yeah. It, it was, it was like way, it was way lower. It was, it was real bad. No, no, we, no what you, what was made you sad was what about that nine tails you've bragged to us about so much? So my lucky Aloha nine tails that I've best buddied and 
put almost 300,000 Stardust into to get it to Ultra League level. That was supposed to be a 97%, I think. Um, I don't have the the pictures in, in front of me because I sent the screenshot <laughs> to them. It went from like a 90, like 97 something percent down to like 82. <laughs> That's so, insane. L- l- let Mr. Wildcat here tell everyone how to go in and fix their Pokemon if they haven't done that already. So Yes, the only thing I will say that saved my night besides was that was the fact that my Azu, my rank 12 Azu that I built still stayed at rank 12. So I was happy. Yeah. So if you go to your settings in your top right corner, there is going to be a setting for PVP IV. You want to click that. And there's a setting called calculate buddy boost. Make sure you have that switch turned on. And I also recommend shadow has priority over purified. So you'll see if your shadow version is better than the purified version for PVP. Make sure you have those two settings enabled. Otherwise, what happens with PokeGenie is because it's not calculating into the best buddy boost, it's not looking at what you would look at as the true total rankings for a Pokemon. So it may tell you have the rank one, for example, um, Talonflame. Ultra League Talonflame without best buddy, rank one is 15, 15, 15. Mm-hmm. When you account for best buddy Talonflame, rank um, 15, 15, 15 goes from rank one all the way down to rank 21 because you can mm-hmm. get Talonflame up to level 51 and actually have a higher stat out output. Yeah. So keep that in mind. And when you're scanning those, just make sure you have that on. However, this does not affect anything that's non XL. So for example, my rank one Empoleon, because it maxes well over 1500, its best possible IVs do not change. Mm-hmm. This is for any Pokemon that requires Excel that you need to make sure you have these features turned on. Hmm. Yeah, it was it was a, it was a sad night. <laughs> it was yeah, a sad I, night. I'm glad I'm glad he just explained that because I, I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> Good. If it if I didn't know it and Dean you didn't know it, there's probably a lot of trainers right now that are listening to this that are going to listen to this episode. And they're going to take their phone and they're going to throw it across the room because they're going to go, what the fuck, Wildcat? You ruined my day. <laughs> at least, at least they're, you know, hopefully, you know, if you didn't yeah. make that mistake yet, you know, you're learning from us. So, <laughs> yeah, well, hopefully it, it doesn't affect certain ones that you've already built too much. Um, like I said, the only one it really affected for me was my, was the Medicham, but luckily I didn't invest in it. Um, but that that alone in Nine Tails hurt real bad. <laughs> and, and it's also important to note, and this is one of the things that you'll hear a lot of folks talk about is, oh, I got rank one, rank two. To be frankly honest, the stat production between rank one and rank one hundred is so small typically that it's not going to flip a lot of matches. So even the Pokemon that are good are going to be good regardless. A Metacham versus a, versus a Bastiodon, that Metacham is going to win 100% of the time. It's just the matchup is halves. Typing plays more into it than IVs do. However, in those mirror matches, that's where you're going to notice those IVs really coming in. And even so, a player's skill level can always account for a bad IV. Exactly. Yeah. Well, again, giving some, some props to Robo Dino. 
his meganium must have some like insane defensive stats to get off <laughs> two two uh uh frenzy plants with what five HP. <laughs> which is which is funny because I recently changed my meganium uh maybe like uh I want to say last season, early last season, and it's actually not as good as you think. <laughs> um, <laughs> that makes it worse. <laughs> no, I mean it's it's all it's all right. Um, I think it was like uh two, maybe two eleven eight. So it's not it's not like ideal, but it's the best one I had. So what uh Wildcat uh dad said is true. It it really takes into account. It's not necessarily the IVs that matter all the time. It's just how you use it. Mm-hmm. You know the skills that you know how you use the Pokemon, and sometimes you know uh, the skills you know take a lot into into it. So yeah, I mean I have a zero fifteen zero Lapras. It's I use it because it's the best one that I have. So I use it, and it's still it does well. It does it does fine. It does what it needs to do for Lapras, you know. But you know. Well, I can tell you all all the Pokemon on my alt account are not PvP IVs at all. And even on my alt last season, I was able to hit twenty six fifty for my Elo. And it's in and those are mostly Pokemon I've just traded over that were the rejects from my main account. That I've got yeah, better yeah. ones that I've built and I just trade over the rejects. Yeah. So, I, I was gonna say because in my alt account that hit legend <laughs> I don't I don't want to discourage people from, you know. Uh, getting like the right IVs, the uh, the good IVs for Pokemon because that, that is definitely the way to go and it helps a lot, uh, to a certain extent. But for my uh all account that hit Legend, none of the Pokemon's have any like ideal uh IVs necessarily, and they hit Legend. So it it just really depends. Like if you get your skill there, it ultimately I feel like IVs don't play as huge as a part as we think it might. Yeah. So we've got, you know, we got the rest of the week uh, for Great League. So and then on Monday uh, at 4 p.m. Eastern, you know, whatever your time changes uh, on Monday, the 13th, we're going to go over to Ultra and Ultra Remix. Um, I don't really see I haven't like I was looking at it today. I don't really see any big like change except for in in premiere and then but except for um in open the new face the new kid on the block in the top 15 is kafa grigas kafa grigas the coffin it's also number five in remix is it Okay, I must have missed that part. Oh, there yeah. it is. Yeah. Okay. I thought I knew I saw it higher up somewhere. I thought it was in Premiere. Um, so it looks like this thing, like this thing went from like just being like everyone making fun of it to a top fifteen Pokemon in a week. <laughs> you never know. Yeah. <laughs> One so. move can change everything for a Pokemon. Yeah. That's it. That's it. And that's I'm why moving. you just gotta keep those, you know. Those um, random Pokemon saved, like uh, what, like that one Pokemon? What was it from like, last week that you my saved? That <laughs> uh, my Kangaskhan. Nah. <laughs> I'll, I'll keep saying, eh, but uh, you know, you never know. It'll, one day, it'll probably uh, be like uh, good. <laughs> uh, 
I, one, the one thing I noted in the remix this time, because they only banned 10 as opposed to 15, your S Cavalier is no longer banned. Your Obama Snow is no longer banned this time through. So you've got some of those, I won't call them more common, but you do have some Pokemon that you do see more often now actually being available to use finally. It is still going to be with, with the remix very XL heavy. So of yeah. the top 10, nine or eight are XL Pokemon. Yeah. So if you don't feel comfortable with that, go over to Ultra League. I will say for me, it's personally a perfect time for my vacation to line up with because <laughs> I'm going to be too busy to battle anyway. So now I have a perfect excuse for avoiding Ultra this time. Hanging out, hanging out with Mickey. Yeah. Uh, so one that's in here that is not XL and it's me and Dino's boy Gengar. And it, they finally, it, it used to say the ideal moveset was Shadow Claw, uh, Shadow Punch, Sludge Bomb. I think they finally come over to the dark side and realize it needs to be Shadow Ball. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. And if you watched our stream, uh, that me and Dino did during Ultra League, uh, I think it was like our first one that we did together. That was the one thing everyone asked us was, why are you running Shadow Ball? My answer yeah. was, he told me to. <laughs> and Dino's answer was, watch. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> That's why. Exactly uh, how it played out. Exactly. Um, but one that is in here that is is interesting in the top 20 is XL Primeape. So I'm a fan of Primeape in Great League. Because it hits, it hits hard. It's just you know, it's primate, so it's it's a little weak. But how how is this thing so high up in the rankings as an XL? I mean, what is it? It doesn't. What does it max out at? Uh, I'm not too sure about that, but I do I do see a lot of the Pokemon. So let me give you an example. So you have uh one, two, three, four, five, maybe. Maybe even six that are weak to fighting. Uh, I only include Mandibuzz because if you have Snarl against a fighter, you still have a chance, which I've proven uh, against my Shadow Machamp in uh, Remix. Yeah. Uh, so about six out of the ten are weak to fighting. And then you have Ghost and Psychic that will take uh, super effective from Night Slash. So putting all that into huh. play, even on Giratina, even on. Um, Deoxys, Jelly, uh, you have a lot of uh, play with it. And you can actually, I mean, I, I, it's debatable because I have ice, uh, um, ice Punch on it for a great league. I have the yeah, Ice Punch one same. and I have the Close uh, Combat. Um, and I actually like it. I'm actually running Primate in our tournament for Avengers. And I, I really like Primate also, you know, at one of Ash's Pokemon. So, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, gotta, gotta say that. So uh, that's why I think it's it's there, top 20 for sure, because of those reasons. I, I do think you'll find, find most people, though, going the budget route with the Shadow Machamp over it because it's going to win a lot of the same matchups. Um, and it's non-XL. What's really cool about Primate, though, is if you get that Night, if you get that night Slash boost, that thing starts chunking so Oof. quickly Oof. you just wanna it, it reminds me of when it goes uh berserk in the the show and yep. it's that's exactly what it reminds me yep. you just want to get out of the way you, you don't want to be in the way yeah 
so I'm looking at the the win losses here between Shadow Machamp and then XL Primate, and it's it it is pretty close. You're gonna get uh, G Fisk, Snorlax, Registeel. Uh, on both of them, you're gonna get Obama Snow. The I think the only difference here is a Politoed matchup, and I don't. They didn't put a Politoed matchup for Primeape, so I would have to look into it. But I would say if Shadow Machamp can get it, I would assume assume Primeape it would be able to. Wins. Yeah, I don't know because. Primeape's actually glassier than Shadow Machamp, which is kind of strange to think, but I think it'll be a close matchup either way. It's going to depend on energy and, and shields at that point. So the, the the team I'm looking at, you know, I mentioned, you know, I dipped my toe into to Ultra League last season, uh, running Sylveon, Umbreon, XL, and then I was running Swampert, but I think I may, if I run any in Remix this time, I may sub out my Swampert for Machamp, and go go the Evolution Machamp line. Uh, I actually got my best buddy on my Umbreon today, so now that I'm wiping my hands of that best buddy. Walk away from <laughs> it. So, and Sylveon with Charm and Psyshock actually packs a punch. That is true. So, I'm actually going to ask you if you uh, are to play between the remix because there is no premiere this time mm-hmm. around. Uh, would it be open remix or just open? For you, I believe my team actually would perform better in open general because there's a lot more play for Sylveon and Umbreon in open. Um, I don't know how well with with Swampert that those two would play. I know they played really well in Premiere together with Swampert, but I'd have to do a little bit more studying on the meta. I think Cresselia becomes a huge issue for me because it can get to those grass taunts so quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, but other, I, I think I may actually be able to take my same team and just go into ultra for a little bit and, and play around. I, it'll all depend upon what my ELO is doing at that time and how things are going with the mouse. <laughs> yeah. So I was running a couple simulations while you guys were talking with this primate polytoad matchup in ultra. So obviously this is, you know, one shield, uh, scenarios with ideal IVs. Primeape running counter night slash and ice punch. So what I, me and Dino run, I think a lot, most people run in, in great league against Politoed running Mudshot, weather ball and, uh, legacy earthquake. Primeape does beat it in the one shield with 10 HP left, but if the same move set on Primeape, and you change your move set on Politoed to Blizzard, it actually beats Primeape and still has 30 HP left. So interesting. And I, I now, see more, I actually see more polys with Blizzard than I do with Earthquake and all I run mine. I run mine. Mine now. As well. If you want to win that matchup, you would have to run Primeape with close combat. Um, so if you run Primeape with close combat, it beats Politoed with either one. So it's looking like close combat for Primeape in Ultra League is kind of the way to go. Yeah, and you it, it's also, of course, saying that you call they don't call your bait. 
with the night slash because if they call your bait, Correct. you're done. Correct. Yeah. Um, so if you're if for some reason you're running it and you're running it with ice punch and you come up against Polytoad, hope that they're running Earthquake and not Blizzard. <laughs> That's true. Um, so which I, I I love seeing like like stuff like that is is always interesting to me because it makes it makes the the game more of a chess match than just oh okay well I know this is going to beat this I know my fighter is going to beat my normal like even like the Snorlax Shadow Machamp matchup like depending on shields and and stuff like that like Snorlax could pop you know can take that matchup sometimes. So it's it's fun to see stuff like that, where it's just little things here and there that can change things. Yeah, I know a good example of that. I was playing Arrow in the Go Team Up tournament once, and I got um, Lantern on his Cresselia. And I was able to sneak in, I think, two hmm. or three extra sparks. And Lantern then wins that matchup. Hmm. Dude was not happy. He, he, he went back <laughs> and watched the video. He's like, how did you, man? I'm like, I got two. I, I can't remember if it was two or three. He's like... Hey, he did not. He made sure the next time I didn't sneak those extra through. But he, he's like literally two sparks made a difference in the entire matchup because what it ended up doing was it let me get off one more thunderbolt than he could grasp on. So those little minute things in battles actually can turn the tide real quick. Even simulations are great. We always like to look at them to understand at least general matchups. But just know those simulations are talking. Both both players playing perfectly the entire time. No missed moves, no missed shields, calling all the right bluffs. And unfortunately, the game is not played in simulation world. We're going to all shield different things. And as Dino sees, maybe miss shield when we shouldn't be shielding because we don't <laughs> click do not shield. We click the shield by accident on my <laughs> faction and I still want it, but I shouldn't have. Um, so just know that the simulations are great. I like looking at them, but in the end, very little minute changes in a match can make all the difference. Having one extra spark, having one extra close com or throwing that close combat when they are expecting a night slash and they don't shield those kind of things can completely flip an entire matchup. Or also in that same battle where I accidentally shielded getting hit with an energy ball from Galvantula because you don't expect it at all. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, but Astro, what, what are you going to be running between Remix and Open? Uh, I'll probably be in, in Remix because even though I've, it, it let me down with its IVs being worse than it should be. Um, <laughs> I invested so much in that um, Aloha Ninetales. I don't think it, will do as well in open. Uh, so I'll, I'll definitely be doing, um, well, I mean, let's see. It's, it's, it's much higher do... rated in open actually. Yeah. Um, so maybe I'll be doing open then. Um, cause I want to use that. And then I have my, um, my slur puff too, that I like to use in, in, uh, in ultra charm hole. <laughs> well i run i run what's it called uh my nine tails with powder snow instead of charm okay well yeah. slight <laughs> variation of charm hole but yeah like a double a double fairy line um that could be fun i don't know yeah. what i would pair it with um i'll ask dino <laughs> <What my laughs> something to counteract poison 
<laughs> yeah, that's for sure. Swampert. Yeah. Um, but I think I'm I'm gonna give it a try using my Snorlax team in remix, but obviously instead of Clefable, I'm probably gonna do like Sylveon. Yeah. So, so try Sylveon's to give a that a try. I, I can tell you, Sylveon packs a lot more of a punch than you expect it to. Yeah. So, and, and the funny thing is, like, if you look up that whole team, Shadow, Snorlax, Kingdra, and maybe even Sylveon in remix in uh, PV Poke, I think most of them are not even top 50. So that should be interesting to see if it does well or not. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Um, so one that I have, and I was, I wanted to ask you guys like in our chat, but I figured this would be a good one to ask here. So for other people, so I have, and in, this is after my new information when it comes to, to PV, um, Poke Genie. It's still a rank 11 Skarmory for Ultra League. Do you guys feel like Skarmory, because it doesn't, I don't think it, it's like 23 something where it maxes out. Um, I think it was like short of the, the 2,500. Um, do you think like Skarmory it will have the same like dominancy as it does in Great League? in ultra with that steel typing, like helping it against, you know, fairies and stuff like that. Yeah, personally I do. I've seen it myself being used and you've used Altaria yourself. And mm-hmm. um, it, it just, it's just crazy how much like, you know, and like a level 51 uh, Pokemon makes a huge difference uh, in ultra league. And like, for example, like Altaria is, feels like it is actually more tankier as well as Umbreon. So I've seen Skarmory and it's super, super annoying to go against. Yeah, if you can get a best buddy Hundo Skarmory, it's going to be just over 2,400. Okay. So Because yeah. I just looked at my Hundo. My Hundo without best buddies at 2,386. So it'll be right at, I think it's 2,401-ish with best buddy. Not that I have anywhere near the XL candy, and that's really for Skarmory where you're going to run into the issue. Skarmory XL is not common. Yeah, but absolutely, yeah. it. I I know a couple of people running it. They were they were even running it before XL was a thing, and it was still doing work in Ultra. Hmm. That's awesome. Okay, that's good because uh, <laughs> I I have that, and I'm like, mm, I want to use that because I feel like that would pair very well with with my um Aloha Nine Tails. In, in Ultra, so yeah, I'm I'm just looking at it. It beats Giratina Origin. It beats hmm. Nidoqueen. It beats Alola Nine Tails. It beats Politoed. Hmm. Cool. So it it has some key wins. Yeah, awesome. So yeah, so we'll probably dive a little more into Ultra next week. Um, so let's move over, and we've got a brand new Dino's tip of the week, and then we've got your questions. So let's go ahead and do Dino's tip of the week. you <laughs> you know i was gonna say I, it's really nice to hear that again that that song it's just so nice to hear it just has like that you know spanish vibe as well as like edm 
I tried. I tried. I know. <laughs> I appreciate it. Um. So yeah. So some of the, the tips uh that I will mention, I've we probably said it like maybe in the first ten, maybe fifteen episodes we've done. But you know, since we have more listeners, I kind of like to say it again, add some extra stuff to it. Um. So in terms of this one, just because it was brought up. Uh, with certain people that I've seen their videos, uh, you know, try, just trying to help them out, not trying to call, you know, Astro or anything like that, but um, <laughs> uh, it's just sort of mainly trying to help people out. And especially yeah. since we mentioned that there's a few or if not a, a good amount of new people doing the tournaments. So it's a, uh, it's a good time. Uh, and the, the, the one thing that is one of the most important thing that I, f- I feel like I've learned uh, doing GBL and starting up when you're, fresh and you're new is doing the move counts uh and yep. the reason why i say that is because uh actually i don't know if this was uh go stadium that they always take out the infograph of yeah, the moves so. for each pokemon and I, i've said this before where um i always say study maybe like top 20 uh, use pokemon pv poke to start uh but when you see this infograph it has over 50 Pokemon that you need to learn. And it's just insane how to this point, I actually know all, if not all of these, most of these uh, just by, you know, my memory, it's not even like I actually, you know, know the, I knew these by uh, when I first came out or anything like that, but all of these, like I already know the count for each of them, except for, you know, the dragon breath users, any lick, Mm-hmm. Uh, anything like that you really can't uh count unless if you're you know i don't know how you would be able to but there's I people no that idea. can do it there's people that do it by by counting uh the seconds or many other uh other other ways but the reason why i say this is very important um i don't know you know like astro mentioned earlier in the show uh when i went against uh fish uh if i had not counted uh my moves against fish I probably would have la- uh, lost that very easily. And that, that is actually the only reason why I won. And that is the reason why you can actually it can make a difference from like a 3-2 to a 5-0 and mm-hmm. how you flip matchups by counting moves, how you can uh, catch a move on another Pokemon by counting. It, it's a huge it's a huge difference between uh, how how you can play and, you know, you can go easily. I know so many people that I've given this advice to, and they've gone legend within like three seasons, maybe. And it took me four seasons, and I was struggling. So I, I didn't have anyone telling me this, but move count is definitely the first thing you want to do whenever you get into uh, PvP, uh, besides other stuff that I will mention later down the road. Yeah, but this infograph is a huge help, and I don't know if we posted it on our Discord, but I definitely want to post it there uh, because there is so many. If it's fifty plus Pokemon that you need the move counts for, I, I I don't even know how I know all of these by heart by now. Like it's crazy. It's just like it just becomes like a habit, and you don't even need to think think about it. But it, it makes a huge difference for uh for I don't know if you guys actually count yourself or not. Uh, I, I know, I know Wildcat does, does. I know that I tell Astro. Well, I time. count, but I don't do it by actually counting their moves. Right. I do it based on my energy gain. So I know where, based on where my energy level is, how many moves I could have thrown in that time period. So yeah, there's, 
but so you do you count it by by the energy uh right like yeah. energy gains yeah okay so th- that's two ways of doing it i know that you know for me personally i like to do it that way uh if you're like wildcat that you're you're super smart to do that and go ahead but for <laughs> yeah, me like it's me. been working uh doing it that way so the reason i do it i i don't for one play with sound on so it's easy to have a frame drop and miss especially on like a mud shot for example they're coming so quickly or dragon brace or something coming so quickly i find it more for at least the way i play more apt to see that exact timing based on where my energy is, knowing how long it takes them to get to theirs based on mine. So I know Hex is going to be 2.5 mud shots. So I know by the time I throw three Hexes, if I can sneak a fourth Hex in, they'll be throwing that rock slide as I'm sneaking the fourth Hex in. Yeah, it's this sneaking in moves uh, is, is a huge thing as well. Uh, but for me, I, I usually use the the sound uh as a way to count as well uh because you can hear you know those weird noises with like a mud shot uh mm-hmm. or, or you can see it like in the bottom of the pokemon on the floor you can see it, like you know splatter uh that's also another way to count but it's just like one of those things like basic things uh that helps you either if you want to learn it with energy gain or you can you can do it by counting like that one's more simpler to be to be honest if you don't want to go that route um but i do definitely like Agree, like agree with what he's saying if you do it that way that he's doing this amazing also like it helps you in the long run uh to do it with the energy gains and learning how long um each uh fast move is it's, it's great but me personally i'm not there yet but i mean so far as i've been doing okay so i keep in mind i play i've played pretty much the exact same team for the most part for now four seasons for all intents and purposes right, so right. that's going back to one of your old tips Stick. Mm-hmm. The team is stick to it because you'll learn the ends of the exactly. exactly. I can tell you early on with Drifloom, if I've seen Stunfist, I was switching out immediately. Yeah. I now actually know Drifloom wins that matchup. Yeah, it w- which is crazy you bring that up because yeah. I've been playing the, the remix team that I mentioned earlier with the Shadow Machamp. Uh, I have actually two Pokemon that are weak to fairy. So if, if I come across a fairy uh, lead before I used to switch to like Mandibuzz because it was like kind of like a softer thing uh soft, uh not even a soft counter but it, it's it would do a lot better than shadow machamp now i learned i used to do that with uh like wigglytuff but I, I noticed that you know shadow machamp is kind of neutral towards uh wigglytuff because of the normal typing so i actually stayed in and actually kind of helped uh in the long run uh to do that and i wouldn't have known that if i didn't like you know stick to a team and figuring it out. And that's how you, you mentioned you've been with that team and you know, literally every single thing about it. So, uh, yeah. that, that is my tip. Uh, it's not as long as, you know, my other ones, but, <laughs> uh, I, I didn't want to ramble on cause I know that we also have a huge, I, I think we have a good amount of questions, but, uh, you know, keeping it short and simple, uh, you know, I, we're going to post that in the discord if we haven't already, uh, and definitely keep that. I know that uncle B stud printed it out. Uh, and he has it either in his wall. I told him to put it above his bed. So when he wakes up, he sees it. Uh, (laughs) so it's, it's, yeah, it's something like, you know, how you always get motivated, like to go run and stuff like that. People put a picture of like something that motivates them and stuff like that. So, uh, I see it the same way. It's just, like I said, just try to learn those. If you're new, uh, that's one of the tips that I would say first to start with. And that's Dino's tip of the week. 
right. So um, we've got questions. We've got a lot of them. Um, we're going to try and burn through them kind of quick, uh, pushing two hours now. So, you know, we don't want to do another three-hour show like we did last week, <laughs> which I'm surprised no one yelled at us about. But I guess there was a lot, so it was good. Um, the one thing that I would kind of just to tag on to what you guys were talking about is also that's helped me is learning basically what is it like clone ma- clone moves so like this move is the same you know it's the same speed it's the same energy gain it's the same you know damage output so it takes this many like um i've learned that uh ice shard and hex are very similar in its energy gain so if i ever come up against a driftblim against my dugong, I know we're going to hit that icy wind about the same time. So I know like I could go one more because that icy wind is not going to hurt me as much as it's going to hurt the drift blim. So that's, and your you know. dugong will actually win that CMP tie tie most of the time. Just so you know, Oh, see, I did not know that. So <laughs> that's something new. Look, <laughs> that's one that I think uh, maybe should be our next, our next, tip of the week or and maybe a discussion when wildcat gets back from uh vacation is cmp ties because honestly like that's one thing i don't understand whatsoever and it's really really important apparently so <laughs> i don't understand how it's calculated i don't understand how you know it and i'm sure there's other people who who do but i know it affects matchups and it will affect the outcome of a game. So uh, we'll probably do that when, when Wildcat gets back from Mickey Mouse house. So let's go ahead and uh, get to our questions and answers. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. All right. So, um, so all of our questions, uh, again, coming from our Discord. And uh, if you know you guys have questions and you want to ask, you can ask them via Twitter, email, or if you want to join our Discord, you can head over to our Patreon. And for a dollar a month, you can be part of our Discord where we do our custom metas and hang out, have fun. We talk wrestling. We talk uh, now uh, TCG um sports and and pokemon and you know it's also where you can ask your questions uh and more than likely you're going to get a response before the show even comes out um if not from one of us you'll get it from one of the other brilliant minds that are inside of our discord (laughs) uh which surprisingly like the the one thing i love is half the time we don't even have to answer a lot of these because someone else is answering it for us yeah it's awesome (laughs) it it would be like just like dino's chime in or like wildcats chime in like yes this is right but you could look at it this way too or they come back behind us and correct us and tell us how we're wrong that's a common response as well that's normally when i give an answer So that's that's normally when I tell somebody something that it's like, wait, nope, that was wrong. <laughs> so, all right, so let's go through these questions. We got uh, our first question coming here from Matthew Breaker. Question is, uh, when you're in a battle, 
are your actions slash strategies more subconscious or are you consciously making mental notes of everything in the battle? An example would be figuring out a win um, condition. Uh, when you hear shoutcasters always say, here's here's the win condition, but I never actually think that. Um, I just know what needs to happen rather than thinking out loud if it makes any sense. You know, it's funny that you mentioned that because I mentioned that kind of earlier with streamers um, that they basically is, is, is basically thinking ahead. That's basically a, a way of putting it. And for me, at least, I try to find win cons as soon as like the first Pokemon comes out or any possible way. So like as the game, as, as the match proceeds, I try to find ways as uh, as we play. So it, it's crazy because before I wouldn't think that. And it's it seems like it's a lot of thinking, you know, while you're playing, you basically got to multi, uh, multitask. And this is why, like, I don't expect, like, you know, new people to do it, new PvP players to do it. But it, it, it is crazy. But at least for me, that's how I, I, I used to play, like, without even thinking of, of, like, the next step. But then I started thinking my, my mentality by hearing streamers, uh, thinking of steps ahead before, uh, you know, before uh, when I didn't do it. So. Yeah, and I, I'll agree with that. I'm, I'm really finding myself now, instead of thinking about my own win cons, thinking through my opponent's win cons. Because what you'll find is by looking at that and seeing, for example, I was in a Frostlass, or they had a Frostlass, I had my Lantern, and they had a Mandy Buzz that had one HP left in the back. My only win con is to make sure I land a Thunderbolt on Frostlass, which means I know their only win con is to catch the Thunderbolt on um, Mandy Buzz. So by knowing that and starting to think through that process, I actually throw an extra two sparks before I throw my thunder. They, of course, immediately when I get to that Thunderbolt, they're switching in their Mandy Buzz because I'm throwing extra thunder um, sparks. I knock it out immediately as soon as their Frostlass comes back in. I'm able to go ahead and throw the Thunderbolt immediately. So instead of thinking about my own win cons all the time, I actually try to think through what do they have to do to win the matchup. And hmm. that seems to actually have played better for me than just solely looking at what do I need to do? You know, it's funny you mentioned that because uh, I actually did that today. But uh, now that you mentioned their win cons, I actually uh, try to think of my win cons as well as theirs. Uh, and I, I don't even know how I do that. It's just like, it just happens. Uh, but I, I'm like thinking like, okay, so if I, sh- and if, their win con is for me not to shield this, right? So that that it's just like how you think that way. It's like you just it it kind of happens uh, without you even realizing it, mm-hmm. and it happens the more you play. So I don't know how uh, how new of a PvP player uh, Matthew is, but I, I think making notes of, for example, if someone switched on for me, like if I'm counting and they switch on a charge move, I keep that in like in the back of my head. And like this, this guy is going to, you know, throw a move and switch out immediately and then throw another move with that. Kind of like what I did uh, to fish uh, where I kept uh, a charge move in the back with like Meganium. I think it was actually Swampert, my bad. Uh, and that it's just how, how people like do it. And streamers, if you see them, it helps uh, like a lot uh, improve your, your gameplay and how they think. And then you start picking up stuff the, the way they see it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, kind of 
what you had mentioned is is you know coming from my perspective being you know probably more of on the novice side of it um versus an intermediate uh you you actually you you find yourself thinking of wind conditions without actually knowing that you're thinking of wind conditions so like if i get an azu lead against my team and they don't switch out or if i get something that or not azu um let's say i get something that dugong hard counters and they don't switch out i'm constantly thinking in the back of my head okay they have something in the back that they already know is just going to wreck is is that they can let this go and come back and and be okay with it or if they're not shielding your your you know my head's going okay well why did they not shield this oh they didn't shield this because they probably have something that in the back or a safe swap that's about to come out that's going to you know cover up for whatever they didn't do yeah, so sort of like how I, I keep uh, when I was telling you about like if I were to go against a Wigglytuff uh, with my Shadow Machamp, people would be like, "Why is this guy staying with his Shadow Machamp?" And it's because I have a Mandibuzz in the back, and I'm not gonna take that out. So exactly. something like that. So like if you start thinking, and then once the Shadow Machamp goes down, doing a good amount, I bring Registeel, and then they're gonna they're not gonna switch because they're gonna give switch away, so they're gonna stick stay in there with that. So it's kind of like that. Um, so it's, it's it's great that you started doing that, or you're you've been doing that, but like a lot of people don't actually catch that on, and uh, it's great. It's a great question. Yeah. So next question here comes from Sabby. Uh, they write: Do you read the questions beforehand, or do you just store them up uh, and read them on Mondays? Uh, both. <laughs> <laughs> I like Based. your response. Dino responded with. I like this. Find out on the next episode. BTW. <laughs> it, was, it was perfect. Uh, I just hope everyone understands like our sense of humor. I, I think everyone gets, gets us that, you know, when we say stuff like that, we're not trying to be jerks or assholes, right? We're just having fun. <laughs> I, I, I end up not reading them on purpose or even I'll, what I end up doing just because I hate notification icons. As soon as something comes in on that channel, I, I, pop it open and then I try to go away. But uh, every so often I'm going to look at a question or I'm also looking in there to see if it's something that needs an immediate answer, like something that, Hey, I'm trying to do this right now. Then I'll, you know, actually try to respond to those kind of questions versus just waiting for a general show question. Um, But it's a little mixture of both. I know this week I've purposely tried to avoid them as much as possible after I've seen Sammy's questions. I was like, it'll be fun to try to shoot for the hip. Let's see how this goes. Yeah. 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 For, for the most part, for me, I, I, I look at the questions most like for the most part before we record, uh, just to be a little prepared. But, uh, like he said, for this week, I, I actually don't, I didn't read most of them. Uh, so it should be fun to see some of these. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Uh, it like kind of what Wildcat mentioned. If you are in the Discord and you're looking for an immediate answer, don't post your question in the you want answers channel <laughs> uh post it in like the uh help a trainer out or in the general because you'll probably get a much faster response than in in that question section because that's most of the time it's just questions for the show um and a so, much smarter response from a lot smarter people than me yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes dino is is busy with school and stuff like that so it may be like you know, the next day before he answers your question. And then it's like, by that time it's, 
you, yeah, it's, it's already late. passed. It's too <laughs> late. I, I know Blind Flip and Miami Doc does a great job of watching for questions and helping trainers out. I know both of them are huge resources in our Discord as well. Yes, yes, for sure. Um, so our next question uh, actually comes from uh, Dino's last uh, victim, or <laughs> I don't want to say victim. I'm sorry. <laughs> His last is one of his uh, recent opponents, uh, Chipsy, uh, and writes, um, he wants to know what our thoughts are on improving the training AI. Um, so I'm assuming that means the the battles against the um, the different team leaders. Team leaders. Uh, basically using that as um, like a simulation to practice with your teams, like give it more of like a PV poke um, sandbox feel, uh, but in, in real life um, that way you don't have to try and like, he put it basically like, so you don't have to tank your ELO trying out a new team. I like that idea. I think, I mean, I don't see, I guess it would have to just instantly, whatever your team is, just do the hard counter for each one for it. Like, I don't think the game is smart enough to figure that out or the developers smart enough to make so, a code for that. <laughs> look how many years it took IBM to develop Watson. It took yeah. Watson something like, I think, 15 years before it won a, its first chess game against a real person. Yeah. Uh, advanced API, AI for battles and things would be so complex that I could never expect Nyanic to write. Uh, machine learning is getting smarter. It's getting faster. I'm going to put my nerd hat on. Sorry, guys. Um, it's getting a lot better, but it's still really complex and extremely heavy from a server load perspective. Um, so it's not something we all know how brittle Nyanic servers are in the first place. For real. If they tried to do something like advanced AI, it would probably crash the game forever. My best advice and slight plug to the, uh, the BTW Discord is there's the practice battles channel. Go in there, tag battle toads. We are always looking for a fight and there's no replacement for battling a real human. Who's going to make real human mistakes and real human gotchas. Mm -hmm. So that's really where I would say, if you're, if you want to improve your skill, you want to try teams out, you'll always find someone willing to help you. I do know it's harder for you, Chipsy being in, you know, the future, but there's someone up most of the time in the discord. You would, be surprised how often I see three AM and four AM messages coming yeah. through the Discord mm-hmm. from me. <laughs> Mostly me. Um, also, if you're not already part of it, um, reach out uh, or look at the links in the show notes for the Pallet Town. Uh, that's Fish's um, thing that he does. It most of the people over there are from your neck of the woods. So if you're not part of that that's probably a good place there to also um, practice some of your teams there. Uh, but I agree. Yeah. I mean, it would be, it would be cool. I don't think it would ever get to that. And then, you know, I think if the most it would be is it would just take a hard counter. It would just automatically take, Oh, this is a water. So it's going to give you a grass and it's going to give you, Oh, it's fire. I'm going to give you water. Um, but I, with, how long it's taken them just to even acknowledge the fact that they've got issues. <laughs> I seriously yeah. doubt anything <laughs> like that is going to happen anytime soon. Um, so yeah, uh, 
I, I agree with Wildcat. The best thing to do is, is to practice against people um, as much and as you possible. Also, and you would also get uh, great advice from somebody and their perspective yeah. on how you, you can improve certain things, which I've done uh, even, you know, with like a self match or, you know, something like I'm practicing with somebody and I tell them, you know, uh, you can improve with uh, switching quicker, uh, for example, or something like that. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's, you know, before I, I met Dino and all that, um, you know, the first person who ever like gets, messaged me after a match and gave me advice was Lyndon Ryu. Like we, we battled, he swept me like terrible. And he's like, this is your first time doing this. And I was like, yeah, it's my first tournament. And he's like, okay, this is what you could have done better. This is what you did good. This is what you can change. Work on this, this and this. And I played him again, you know, a couple months later and he's like, wow, you really, he remembered surprisingly, he remembered our first battle and then remember like, was like you improved a whole lot now i still don't think i could beat him but it would definitely be more <laughs> it would definitely be better than it was the first couple of times um so yeah that's that's gonna be your best way so our next question um this one's a long one <laughs> it's very long i just looked at it oh wow um i'm trying to see where the actual question part of it is um, should I just read the entire thing? Read the entire thing. Okay. So, uh, this comes from, I'm, I'm buckling down <laughs> my reading. I have to put my, my Florida education on, on. <laughs> so, uh, it comes from La Fleury. Is that right? No. Yeah. La Fleury. Sure. Yep. La Fleury. Okay. Uh, so, uh, right. Not really a question, but more of a, wouldn't it be cool scenario with chain, um, with the change in season, I'm seeing more fully evolved Pokemon that have been featured in community days of the past. These spawns are exceptionally rare, but happen now and again. Wouldn't it be cool if these fully evolved spawns had a chance of having their feature community day move. So you caught them a fully evolved one, you caught it and it has its community move. They most likely wouldn't have the optimal IVs. So I feel the off chance of finding one with an exclusive move wouldn't necessarily break the game. Um, So he wants to know what our thoughts on that is. And then the other question is a math question, which I'm already not going to answer, <laughs> but it's what are the statistical probability of finding a shiny ditto in the wild? Uh, seems pretty damn impossible if you cannot shiny hunt. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, <laughs> as far as like the community, I, I don't see why not. I, I understand like the making it, it, it would kind of eliminate the not. I guess bring down the value of a community day move. Um, but if it's like the rarity, like the rate of finding a fully evolved one with a community day move was like super rare, I would have no problem with it. Like, sure, go for it. Do it. Do it now. Make it happen today. <laughs> it would be cool. Like, I, I agree. I think that would be cool. It would help. I mean, I would love to catch a Charizard that just already had Blast Burn on it, <laughs> and I didn't have to waste anything. 
Yeah, it wouldn't. I don't see it being like an issue now. What did they? Would they actually do it? That's that's the real question, though. Or maybe like like a time frame, like so, like let's say Charizard's a perfect example because now he has what two? Let's see, two community day moves. So you wouldn't be able to catch it with Dragon Breath. Dragon, Dragon Breath. You would be able to catch it with Blast Burn, and then two in like another two years then you would be able to catch it with um with dragon breath like give it like a space like a time like it has to be two years removed from the community day or a year removed from the community day for you to be able to catch it in the wild the reason it'll never happen though is it devalues their most premium purchased item in the elite Elite charge tms Elite charge and elite fast TMs. Yep, that so is it, true. It would devalue those. So they'll as while I think it should absolutely be the case, it'll never happen. And I will actually talk to your second question since these two guys won't do it. Nope. And you're not going to like my answer. Statistically, it is programmed at one in five twelve. The shiny rates for all non perma boosted, non legendary, non raid, non egg Pokemon are one in five twelve. The Reason it feels impossible is the encounter rate, which is not what you asked about, is much lower on Ditto. Ditto's appearance rate is significantly lower. I believe it's, I don't know the exact numbers, but it, it I think it's only like 5 or 10% of the Pokemon that you can encounter can't even change into a Ditto. So you're taking a small encounter pool, then adding a small shiny chance on top of it, and it becomes compounding math that will actually make it feel like it's a lot lower chance, even though statistically, by the definition, it is one in five twelve. <laughs> That's that in- engineering education at work. My eyes were just glazed over <laughs> during that. <laughs> All I heard was, "It's really hard." <laughs> That's what I got out of it. It will be extremely rare. Uh, yes, yes. But you can also say, I mean, look at poor PGR Salt that took four years of Aeron being in the wild shiny before he encountered a shiny Aeron. So, yeah. And, that, and that I caught like, it's rate is one in five twelve as well. Yeah. And I caught like two in the past, like three months or something like that. <laughs> RNG is RNG. And yeah. for those that don't know what that stands for, that's random number generator. And that's how all IVs, all shiny rates, everything is determined is by the game plucking random numbers and putting it into an algorithm. And that's what comes out. So yeah. RNG is what determines everything. And it can be really cruel sometimes. Yeah. Uh, okay. So let's bang through. We still got a few more. Um, hang in there, everyone. Uh, so this next question oh, uh, from, from Savvy again. Uh, it's an off-topic one. How many eggs do you feel you can safely juggle before you end up with a huge mess on the floor and have to explain to someone? None. One. I can throw one egg up and down. <laughs> None. One. I can't. I can't it. juggle worth worth anything. I know. So, so you can't toss <laughs> an item from one hand to another. One single uh, item. I'm, sh- I'm sure I could, <laughs> but knowing my luck, like I'll throw it and then like he's the dog clumsy. will come <laughs> hit me or something. Or you, the you'll kids get overconfident like, and throw it a little too high. Yeah, or hmm. you know the kids will be like, "Daddy, you can't throw food in the house," and then I'll be like, "Oh, you're right," and I forget that I. Yeah, 
none. I'm going to go none because <laughs> I, I don't think I'll do it. I don't, I don't think I could do it. I don't want to. Um, so, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, next question comes from Artemis. Uh, so out of every ghost, dark and psychic that you've encountered from the Hoopa's arrival event, which one or ones would you want to see become meta relevant? Selfishly, I'm going to say Muna because I have a rank 10 and it would, I would love to be able to make use of, you know, a Pokemon that I have a good IVs for. It's terrifying looking too. <laughs> uh you know i didn't i didn't really think about that but i i actually did see uh because i used there was a game uh i already forgot the name of it it was kind of like a chessboard uh but they stopped uh the app uh from i don't know what happened i guess no one really played it but uh LGM, uh was one that i liked using on there and i actually saw a few people using it uh when it first came out and it just died out, you know, because because yeah. kind of like what everyone like uses it when there's a new Pokemon out, uh, just to try it out. And that one, like, I don't know why, I, I kind of think it looks cool, and I, I wish for it to like get, I know, you know, more used to it. Yeah, it, it doesn't have terrible moves either. Yeah, so. uh, mine would be Mighty Yana, Mighty ya- Yama, Mighty. Yeah, is that it? The, Mighty, the dog, Mighty Yama, Mighty Thing ah, Yama, Yama. Okay. Right. Mighty, yeah, it's Mighty Yama or Mighty Hina because oh. it's a hyena. Okay, well that one. Yeah, <laughs> I think that one would be fun. I I see them. I have like good ones. It's just I don't know. It looks cool. And Obstagoon is actually has proved that a dark normal can be viable. Yeah, if it has the right move set. So the right move set. Interesting so. one. Um, Reyes responded with Dusknor. Uh, yeah, I mean Dusclops is relevant so i dust is actually one of those that suffers from its final being a final evolution most folks even in the main series runs Dusclops with an eviolite over dusk noir it actually gets worse as it evolves it's one it's there's a few pokemon out there that actually their evolutions hurt them and that's actually one of them yeah yeah i actually heard about that too i was like wait how does that even make sense (laughs) so fun fact about Dusknor. Uh, Dusknor's mouth is in its stomach and it eats people, sucks their souls out, and then spits out the body. Interesting. Yeah. Very you stop doing research. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm like totally into this reading all these like dark, like these weird Pokedex entries because it just makes the game so much better now. <laughs> it makes my love for the ghosts and dark type Pokemon like a hundred times like uh banet or is it banet banet that thing is insane if you read that the thing uh it is literally a stuffed animal that hated had so much hate from being thrown away by their owners that it came to life and now seeks revenge on every person that threw them away wow there's some yeah. dark ones out there there yeah. really are yeah, there's some intense ones. So <laughs> Hypno is uh Hypno no Drowsy is Hypno doesn't have it's Drowsy that has the one where it like sucks your soul out through your nose or something like that. <laughs> or your dreams. So uh okay. I not sure how to pronounce your 
username, uh, OKNMLP. Just going to say the letters. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so actually, uh, this question came off of our battle uh, in the Avengers tournament. And um, they write, so uh, this was um, their first uh, pick six tournament. So their first silk style tournament. Uh, and I've already seen an area of improvement uh, will be how to plan my pick three and a round based uh, in a round based on how my opponent sees my six. Any thoughts on how you uh, you all pick your three for each round? Or is there a past episode that they could just discuss? Um, cause he's only been listening for about a month. I don't think we've ever really kind of touched that, that subject. Yeah, no, I mean, not, not so much, but at least for me, like, uh, every time I see my opponent's, uh, team, uh, I immediately look to see what, uh, basically I go one by one. Um, uh, so, you know, I go, uh, you know, Pelper and I go see Pelper, which Pokemon's beat hit like which of his pokemon's pelper would have an like easy time to uh to beat and so i if i'm like if i see oh four of his pokemon's are easy for pelper to to beat and i'm like okay pelper is gonna definitely be you know in my top three for, you know uh to go against this, this opponent and so on so i kind of do it that way and then there, there's times where i would see like there's uh maybe four pokemon that uh are you know viable versus this guy's uh the the opponent but then you got to figure out from there which one is would be more uh viable and then that's where you start seeing like which pokemons on their side uh would give you trouble so then you start playing around that so at least that's kind of like the the base like the basic concept uh, at least for me yeah the only thing i'd add there is you're also going to make adjustments after the first round uh based on what you're seeing them bringing you want to think and what you brought what will they bring to counter what you brought and how do you bring the correct thing in? It really is what makes separates self style or custom meta styles from GBL is having that six pick three is a much more of a chess match uh, versus GBL. It's open. You can see anything at any time and it's all going to be, I won't say all, but it's very rock, paper, scissors at that point mm -hmm. with self style tournaments and custom metas you're going to have a chance to know what to plan for and have an idea of a game plan heading in. So for example, if I know, as Dino said, that Pelipper is going to beat four of their six Pokemon, I may initially be inclined to lead that Pelipper thinking that it's going to come in and be able to rock away. But let's say it loses to one specific Pokemon. Most likely they're going to see that same thing and expect you to lead Pelipper. So if you bring Pelipper in the back and use it as a safe swap, now you actually have an advantage going in. So understanding that little bit of chess match of even though one Pokemon could beat their entire team, it may actually be better to save it in the back because you know it can beat most of their Pokemon versus having it in the lead spot where if they lead the right thing, now you're having to give up switch advantage and you're losing that advantage of that one really strong Pokemon you have. Yeah. yeah. So it, it kind of goes back to what we were mentioning, like thinking steps ahead. So like this, this is exactly like even before the game starts, you got to think steps ahead. Like if you want to get ahead of your opponent. Um, so th th it's huge. It's a huge thing for you to do. Uh, also, like there's, there's times where I notice um, maybe two of my Pokemons that are good against four of theirs. 
So then you have basically two safe swaps. So you just got to see which one, of, which out of the two uh, would be better as a lead uh, as opposed to uh, as a safe swap. So there's very, uh, there's a lot of scenarios. And, you know, if you do ever need like, uh, like specific advice on certain things, you know, we're always there. If you want to ask just on the discord. Yeah. Though um, do keep in mind if you're playing in an official rank tournament, Yes. It is technically not allowed to ask for outside assistance on Correct. a matchup. So we're always here to help, especially Maybe. in these unranked tournaments that we're, we're creating custom metas. We're always here to help you. We're Maybe. more than happy to. But just keep that in mind. I, I don't want you to ever get disqualified because one of us helped you out. I won't tell if you won't tell. I won't <laughs> I'm just being nice. <laughs> uh, yeah. But, I mean, ask... Like, maybe beforehand, like, hey, I'm doing this tournament. Like, this is my team. What do you see my holes being? Something like that. Um, or recording the matches and sending them to a friend or something like that to watch, even for you to rewatch. Um, I know most of my matches I record. If I remember to record, I send them, you know, in, in our group chat. And the best response, this is how, okay, so... This is how you know when you have somebody who actually wants to teach you versus someone who's just going to give you an answer is when they look at your video and they say, what did you do wrong? Like, what what did you mess up on? (laughs) And if you can answer it, you're like teaching yourself. But if you answer it wrong or not from what they're seeing, then they... Obviously, they know how, okay, well, this is why you thought that. So now let me help you figure out why what you thought kind of messed up the entire game. I couldn't tell you the number of wins that I've sent to Dino where he was like, wow, you're very lucky you won that. (laughs) And I'm like, wait, what do you mean? I won that match. Like, I won it. Like, what do you mean I'm lucky? Oh, yeah, you missed. You could have beat this guy with one shield and still had one Pokemon. I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? (laughs) I won. (laughs) Like you're supposed to say, yay, you won. Good job. But it was, you know, but that's what's helped me get, get better. um, I'm just, I'm just struck with you. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) See everyone, no one ever really thought. And like Wildcat now gets to see like how he is with me. And it's like, he's like, oh wow. You know, he, he's not as nice. (laughs) He's a lot harder on Astro than he is on everybody else. <laughs> hey, it's appreciated though. Because no, he it cares. is because he cares. It is. It is. And honestly, I am very thankful to have these two guys here uh, that would do that because, you know, not everybody has it, but um, that's what our discord is for. So let's do, you know, that's where you can do. Uh, we got a couple more hang in there with us, everyone. We're going I guess another three hour show um, <laughs> uh, comes from blind flip. Um, should starting ELO for each player be statically set? Um, once you reach rank 20, uh, you start at 2000 and then move up from there. The system um, seems to be rigged against anyone who doesn't make the leaderboard. Uh, it's cruel. And <laughs> I think I think Blind Flip has a has an issue with the ELO system. Um and he wants to basically know what um I mean I get it. Yeah, certain players are starting pretty much at veteran. Um 
and while others have to like grind their way up. Yeah. I mean, I see it like I've seen it. Like I start like in the, like the 1900s, 18, 18 or 1900s. And then Dino's like one went away from veteran, <laughs> you know, but I mean, I, I'm sure there's a formula that gets figured out with that. I'm guessing. Um, yeah. And I'm sure someone has figured that out, but I can, I can get behind the, everyone starts at the same spot. You know, I could get behind that. Like, I I don't see why that would be a bad thing for anyone. I mean, or a good thing, I guess. I mean, it would be a good thing for us lesser players, a bad thing for like the Dinos, but. Yes and no, actually. So the way the ELO system is working today, the players that start at, you know, the 1800s, they're not having to face those folks that are up to 2,500 starting ELOs. So it actually helps keep encouraging players because it's that A word that we don't like to talk about existing. What that's trying to do is set you (laughs) to a 3-2 win record across the board at all times. So it's working to find similar skill level players that you are to ensure that everyone's going about 3-2. The difference is, is the players at the very peak of it, they know those one or two moves that will overcome those other matchups to get them consistently that 4-1 with a 5-0 thrown in here. And that makes the big difference. However, with that being said, I like the idea of starting at 2,000 because what you're going to see is still those top players are going to hit 2,000 a lot sooner than the folks that aren't playing as often. The, The Dinos and myself of the world, we rush to ELO as quick as we can. So we would get to ELO and we would start that climb and fight against the people in that area. While it may take someone that is much more casual an extra week to get to their ELO. So I do see how that a static set 2000 and everyone has to climb um, would work. But I also could see that it could cause some players that aren't as serious um, to feel beat down a little bit more. Daniel, what do you think there? Um, yeah, I actually kind of, I kind of, uh, answered it in the general chat, uh, in the discord with it. Um, at least my thought about it. I do agree. Like the ELO, ELO system doesn't make sense. Um, in terms of like, cause if you actually try to do the math and try to figure it out, uh, without actually knowing how they do it, it actually doesn't make sense to see how like some people get to a certain ELO. Like, uh, there's this guy that, uh, hit. Uh, rank 20 with the elo of 25 70 something right uh and he's basically already a veteran because once he hits you know his five matches to rank to rank uh 21 uh it's not even gonna be ranked 21 it's gonna be already veteran uh so with that guy i think he had a 79 uh percent win rate and that actually doesn't really matter uh it just matters uh when i think we've i think i don't know if it was with you guys or somebody else that we talked about your elo being hidden even before getting your actual elo uh in in terms of like i don't know how the math works i was actually telling blind flip that starting next season or maybe one of my alts um i'm gonna try to do uh, like an average of each set that i do of like negative and positive and see if it adds up but i doubt even doing that it's gonna make sense but uh, he he just feels like you know that when people start at like the twenty five hundreds elo is just it's not fair uh, because it doesn't make sense uh, and I actually do agree with what you guys are saying to start at two thousand 
it, it would be it would be fair uh, for everyone. And then uh, you can see, you know, people you either drop or you'll see people like you know shoot up uh, fast in Elo. Yeah, exactly. Because if you hit like you guys would have hit two thousand today, I hit it tomorrow. You know, someone may hit it for you know right before it switches the ultra. So you're still going to have that balance of power. Like it's still going to be, you know, staggered appropriately because the people that get there faster are going to be right up there with whoever. And then the ones that take a little longer, you're still going to be in that same, same kind of pool. And I would actually propose making that 1900. So you don't start only needing one positive set to hit ace. So you're actually Mm -hmm. earning ace at that point as well. Yeah, because right yeah. now most people that get early elo, there's literally just five battles from hitting ace. Their elo is so high when they when you're rushing into it this quickly that even you know I think Dino, you said your next battle after hitting your elo was one four blind flip or somebody mentioned that it didn't matter. Yeah, I think it was someone else. Yeah, yeah, it didn't matter that they went one four. They were still going to be ace because their elo started above twenty one hundred. So if yeah. you set it down to like 1900, even ace would start to feel earned versus today. It's just kind of a default. If you're playing that much, what you're going to hit. Yeah. Um, all right. We got two more questions. So n- next one is our new flow uh, writes uh, for some, for some who are coming back or new to the game. What are the top five Pokemon you guys recommend for PVP or top three teams? Um, I'll give my top three, I guess. Azu, Skarmory, and I'm gonna go Toxicroak. Okay. Um, I mean, for me, I, I, you know, my same two teams that I've used for, uh, I mean, at least for, I mean, are we saying like in general? Because I do have like top maybe four teams for two for Ultra, two for Great League, but I'll just say Great League since we're doing that now. Um, you know. Uh, you guys already know it probably by heart. Uh, Swampert, uh, it was a Shadow, Hypno, Skarmory, and then the other one, Bastidon, Toxic Romaganium. And I'll go top five Pokemon, and I'm I'm going to focus this, the question specifically about coming back to the game. Uh, I'm automatically going to remove anything XL, because if you're just coming back to the game, you may not be level 40 yet, and or that grind to get the XL is pretty heavy. Uh, of course, I'm going to say Drifloom. I love the drift bloom and it actually does win a lot of matchups. Um, Galarian stung fist is another huge player. Swampert Skarmory. And then I'm going to go a little spicier on my final pick and say Wigglytuff. Uh, mm. Just because there are so many fighters in dark and the meta right now, having a, a fairy early on, if you don't have a lot of other things can actually be really helpful. Hmm. Yeah. So I think the, common one amongst all three of us was what skarmory yeah 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 <laughs> so there you go there's the one there's one that everyone can agree on is skarmory's is definitely probably is a staple uh so last question is from did didnid so i'm gonna go with didnid um they write, so I just built Lugia for Master League. What team comps do people normally run with it? I'm guessing something like Melmetal or Groudon uh, for Dialga and opposing Melmetal. Um, this would be a perfect question for Papa Rec. I, I am actively tagging Papa Rec in the question <laughs> response now to have him respond. 
Yeah. All I was gonna uh, say is like, what do, you, what do you guys think that he meant for classic or uh, XL uh, Master League or like? Because if it's, it's if it is for for classic, I, I will say uh, just because I'm having help from PB Poke. You know how we we've mentioned how PB Poke has that top teams uh, yep. for when you type in you know the certain Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Um, at least for this, it, it does mention a few good ones. I'll mention the top. Uh, top five uh, that it has here. So the first one that it has is Garchomp as a lead, uh, Lugia and Melmetal. Mm-hmm. And then the second team that it has, it is Dialga, Garchomp, and Lugia. And the third team, Lugia, Groudon, Melmetal. Uh, fourth team, Melmetal, Groudon, Lugia. And then the last one will be Groudon, Lugia, and Palkia. So all those teams, like, they seem like it's a good coverage for for Lugia. So, yeah, yeah, that's that's what I would say is is look at your weaknesses and try and find your coverage um, yeah. for it. So, with it being psychic flying, you're going to need something that will help you with electric and ghost. Probably is going to electric and ghost and dark are probably going to yeah. be like your two biggest ones. So, what Melmetal and Giratina. Mm-hmm. So yeah, when whenever you do have like issues and we're not around, or you're not getting uh, any help from anyone in the Discord or somewhere else. Just go to PV Poke, uh, go to Train, and then under Train it says Top Performers. Just type your the Pokemon that you want to build a team around, and it should give you some like top teams for it there. Yeah, and if you have Master League questions, uh, you can tag us. We're, I mean, now that what Premiere is coming back. Um, yeah, from your classic classic, yeah. um, you know, that's a little more our area. Um, at least like me and Dino, uh, Dino more than me, um, in that, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, tag Papa rec and, and master league questions. If he's normally, I think like right now, I think he's, uh, on vacation or something, but normally if he's, if he's on the discord, He's he's the the go to for anything Master League there. So um, <laughs> I just and, threw him and out if there. He's out. I'll give you an alternative. He's not as active on the Discord, but tag John Normus. He is mm. also very much into Master League. Yeah, and hits hits Legend consecutively every season. Cool. And if he doesn't respond, I'll yell at him until he responds for you. <laughs> there you go. Uh, all right. So that is the questions, and that is the show. And we are two minutes uh, from three hours. So I'm going to try and end the show with the next minute and 30 seconds. Um, So actually it's not going to happen because so (laughs) if you notice when the show comes out, you're going to see, hopefully everything loads, right? You're going to see something different on your screen, on your phone or your pod pod catcher. Um, That is our new logo. Um, I got hooked up with, with an artist, um, Thanks to uh, Sosa Flow from Team Rocket um, Academy. And we worked on it and we all love it. And it actually premiered on the stream, but I don't think anybody caught that the new logo was being shown. Um, so that is going to be um, there. With a new logo comes new merch. Uh, so there'll be new shirts with the new logo in our teespring store um also there is one that i haven't shared with anybody um but it's 
it's one of my personal ones that I, I like to do. Uh, so it's, it's, that'll be up there. Uh, I will tell you it involves a wrestling faction that has three letters, just like BTW, not the same letters, but they're pretty sweet if you get it. But I don't think I'm alone on this one. <laughs> I, I don't get it. So um, it's they're just too sweet. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> so there'll be that. Um, so yeah, uh, there's that. Um, you know, I as we wrap up, I want to thank all of our Patreon supporters, um, everyone who's uh, supporting us through Patreon. Um, you can uh gain access to our discord now through patreon uh for one dollar a month you can get the access to our discord and um you know be part of the fun there i uh, give a shout out to all of our coaches corner supporters mr batfleck jg jd mojo jojo and new member clifford mert yep yeah <laughs> I need like what is it pronunciation things with, with people's names sometimes. <laughs> uh, our producers King Flip, Papa Rec, uh, Kittens and High Fives, and King Tom. Our Discord admins Reyes Siegel and new Discord admin Miami Doc, which I promoted last night, and he's he's been awesome. So you know he's if you got self questions like besides wildcat if you can't get wildcat like miami doc is like on point with his self-knowledge um when it comes to like the metas and stuff like that um and he's always pretty much on on there answering questions so uh again you know we've got our discord you we've got our teespring all those links will be in the show notes you can follow us on twitter btw pvp podcast email us at btwpvp at gmail.com and I think that's pretty much all of our plugs. So thank you everyone for listening to the BTW beginner to winner PVP podcast. I'm Astro zombie nine, five, four. I'm Daniel Magico. I'm wildcat dad, 17. And until next time, good luck and get good. glad that it being after midnight 12 30 that i don't have to wake up at five o'clock in the morning to take my kids to school tomorrow <laughs> i'm <laughs> get up at 7 45 to get my kid to school tomorrow oh fuck Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.
it. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.